Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... with boredom it is the lcs hockey radio show brought to you as always by backpagepress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land lcshockey.com lcs the hockey show with no goals you see what i did there mike though yeah goals yeah yeah not just goals meaning putting pucks in the net but goals in life yeah or no even goal. goals for this show, yeah. We 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 really, are, you know, we're not trying. As it's been no. well documented, we've been phoning it in for at least thirteen years. Well, we've been doing the show for thirteen years. I think we were trying. I would say the first three, four. Yeah, yeah. And about the, well, maybe even longer than that. Wow. Well, I, I would know. say definitely the last six, seven years, definitely phoning it in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's cool. That's what people like and. Yes. Well, when you people um, like twelve, people. yeah, they like it. So, yeah. They love it. Yeah, they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right before we came on the air, we were talking about uh, what a bunch of cheats and scoundrels Scopely is, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the WWE you know, Champions Company Scopely. Because yeah. I've been saying this. I mean, if we go back, I don't know, two years, and you, you start coming through this bullshit, you'll find me saying how that <laughs> fucking game's rigged. And there's no yes. way that that computer doesn't know which random block to move to trigger these massive cascades all the time. I flip the fuck out over the over here all the time about it. But it's starting you know to become more and more... Uh, yeah, we were just talking about this new tour they got in the hell mode. And yeah, complete fuckery going on with the computer. But they always get the five match when they need it. Like the only way you could possibly lose is if they get a yes. five match in an extra turn. Yep. They always get yeah. the five match. And then the other yep. thing, they always get these big long cascades that end one gem before they force a tag or a yes! Uh, pin. Yes. That happens that. all the time. <laughs> yes, it does. It really And meanwhile, does. it never happens for you. Any case, you never. Get automatically get uh, the pin. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and that's a big deal in the game for those who don't. Well, I'm, I mean, we're talking, you know, pretty in-depth WWE champions here, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the AI always fucks you over. Oh, my oh, God. I was, I was so irate. I hear you. <laughs> I flip out sometimes. I do. I flip the fuck out. Holy oh. fuck. Yeah. But yeah, fuck them. Yeah. All they're doing is just giving everybody the finger. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, Larry, what's on the big show? I, I heard you, you cut up an original opening in honor of what we're doing tonight on the show, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a song from, uh, what's it called? Score, a hockey musical. Score, I believe score. it's Score the Hockey Musical, right? Because it doesn't want to be confused with other. Oh, no, it is a hockey musical. Score a okay. hockey musical. 
So, wow, I would have called it scored the hockey musical, because now it just seems like, oh, it's one of those hockey musicals. Yeah, it's just you know? a hockey musical. Yeah, so I, you know, spent five minutes and did that. So look at that. I am trying. <laughs> Take that. I had never ambition. heard of Had you ever heard of this score hockey musical? No, I don't, I don't even. Where did you hear about it at? Last uh, week when we were recording the Flea Market Fantasy with uh, Bex Luther, Mike Ellsworth, oh. Bex Luther, cosplay yeah. expert. And we were just talking about, uh, you know, how we review shitty movies on LCS every week. And she said, oh, you should do score a hockey musical. And I was like, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's, you know. Oh, well, she didn't say great. But uh, how did she put it? Well, you know, it's a Canadian thing about <laughs> hockey. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, I'll look into it. And it was available uh-huh. on the YouTubes. But I do have, I have a complaint, though, Larry, because I'm looking at the switchboard. Tuffy on there? Yeah. It looks like Tuffy's on there. Uh-huh. The only reason I picked score hockey musical, because I was assured, at least I thought, that Tuffy was not going to be here this week. Because had I known Tuffy was going to be here, I would have definitely picked another Gary Coleman movie. Well, good. How about just assuming Tuffy... You picked this movie because you couldn't find the Gary Coleman's. Because remember at the end of the show last week, you were Googling shit. I wanted to do the Gary Coleman movie where he's the arsonist called Playing With Fire, but apparently it's just impossible to find. So then I said, well, well, I could do The Kid with a Broken Halo, The Kid with the 200 IQ, uh, Scouts of Honor. Um, There's always an option with Gary. But I was like, well, I don't think Tuffy's going to be here this week. And I don't want Tuffy to miss a foot chase, a Gary Coleman foot chase. So I'll go with something else. And I took Bex's recommendation and score a hockey musical. But now I feel bad. So I think what I'm trying to say, Larry, is I think right now we should all get on the line and watch a Gary Coleman movie together live on the show. That would be terrible. (laughs) Yeah, because I got to pause those a lot. You know, after those exciting foot chases, I usually got to, like, catch my breath and stuff, like, you know, slow shit down and. Just go outside, get some sun for a minute, you know, because it'll never work. It's dark out now. It, won't, it just won't happen. A protein bar. Yeah, yeah protein yeah. bar. Hey, well, bring Tuffy on. Bring Tuffy on the show here. Hello, Tuffy? Hello? What's up, Tuffy? man? Tuffy? Nothing. Oh, Paul, oh, apologies, <laughs> Tuffy. I thought you weren't going to be here this week. or like I thought you had, like, three weeks in a row where you weren't going to be on the show. Uh, next week I won't be on the show. So feel free to watch Gary Colvin for next week. No, no. I pick next week. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I feel so bad, Tuff. Please accept my apologies for not having a Gary Coleman movie for you to watch. Well, I just... Now, did you know about that we were watching this film, Tuffy? <clears throat> I did, but I didn't watch it. Okay. Well, that's for the best. Um... But I would have let you know, but I figured, oh, well, he's probably not even going to be on the show anyway. So, don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tuffy, speaking of Twitter, I saw you tweeted out a little gif of Carmella earlier. That was appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Looking good. All right. Yeah, um, next month I can get Carmella on Champions and do nothing with her because it's impossible <laughs> to level these people up because you never get them in the poll like you need to. 
Dude, I, nope. the other thing about this month and champions, uh, remember how I said you can either use those free pools to make pools on loot crates or get rewards in the prize wall? Well, I'm like, I'm just yep. going to do the pool all month long. Yep, me too. To see what I get. Because, like, yep. uh, I know they got the, the Kofi Kingston in there, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get Kofi, or or at worst, I'll probably get a Killian Dane higher up or whatever. We're about two days left in this uh, tournament or this thing they're doing, this July Jubilee, and uh, I have not gotten jack shit from those pools. Nah. I've never gotten anything from the pools, I don't think. Yeah. Not even any, even remotely close to being valuable in those nope. pools. Oh, no, they, hey, they're hey, garbage. Top, those free pools you get for doing the daily tasks, those I've actually had a lot of success with. And then the other day, Tuffy, I got a four-star silver ginger mahal. So, yeah. Your buddy okay. ginger. Don't hinder the ginger. That yeah. means ginger's getting, getting rocket strapped. He's going four-star gold. I <laughs> <laughs> got a four-star purple, purple Roman Reigns. So yeah, so did I. I. Yeah, I got him four-star silver purple Reigns, but I yeah, I don't really do anything with him. I got IRS four-star silver. Uh, yeah, same. Who else? Uh, Yellow um, Macho Man. Uh, I have him four star gold on my own. I didn't get him. Uh, but who who was the uh, the lady, the older lady, Larry? Randy, Randy Richter. Randy Richter. Four star silver. Her. She's very good. So. <clears throat> she is very good. Yeah. But, so anyway, that's your chance. Yeah, I did like uh, <clears throat> I did like eighty of those polls for this month yesterday and got like a bunch of shards for Seamus and shit like that. Oh. Yes. A lot of Cesaro shards. I'm like 2,500 Cesaro shards right now. <laughs> yeah. So, he's at four-star I bronze. Think I so have, I'll probably put him silver just to use him. I know I'm approaching almost 6,000 black Stone Cold Steve Austin shards. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You might as well level them up. Use those shards, man. Use those shards. <laughs> I hear you, but I'm working on, uh, you know, uh, six. Oh, he's very good. Yeah. Yeah. He he's pretty much. You need him. He's a necessity for feuding. Just yeah, so I have him four star silver, but Austin. I want to four star gold him. So Austin's yeah. going to sit there. Yeah, I've got him at four star gold as well. So. Yeah, I like I like him though. All right. Yeah, so we'll get but that's WWE champions. Everybody, tune in. Uh, if you hate your money <laughs> and you hate your time and you want to question why you're even bothering with life, uh, download yeah. it and play. If you've given up on life, this is the app mm-hmm. for you. It's tremendous. If you think you're getting like that purple Andre the Giant, you're not. But <laughs> keep trying. If you want to just spend like six hours grinding on weekends just for no apparent reason, this is the game yep. for you. Or on a so. Thursday. Was that yesterday? I don't know. Whatever day we did Lockbox, <laughs> I I just played Lockbox all fucking day long. Dude, fuck the worst. I know. The but... worst prize <laughs> It is irrelevant prize. <laughs> I just wanted to win the lockbox because I've never won the lockbox. I'm like, well, I'll just win the lockbox this week. And here's another thing that drives me nuts about the lockbox. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a regular thing, the competition, you, up to 10 levels. You can achieve 10 levels in your faction if you do really good. So we, our faction always gets 10, thanks to Tuffy, because he's always doing the lockbox. Yeah. And at 10, you get between 7 and 9 rewards. We're always 10. We always get seven rewards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And again, the rewards suck. 
But if you make it to the top level, here's a crazy idea. If you make it to level 10, maybe, I don't know, get 10 rewards? Yeah. Like, why should someone get good? seven? And, it's insane. I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I understand. Like, here's the thing, too. Like, if you're going to go to level 10 and get a reward, then give me, like, a four-star token. Like, save your cane yeah. mask for the guy that got a level four box or whatever. My favorite what about those every 200 time... faction coins for the yeah, Splash Yeah, what store? am I doing with that? I, you know, 100 I got a, I, I'm, I'm ready to crack three million of those things. <laughs> what do you want me to do with them? Like, I'm doing nothing. I have 2.9 million of them. Holy uh, fuck. And, like, for those who uh, – faction coins, like, the cheapest thing you can buy in a store with faction coins costs, like, maybe 500. And they give you 100. <laughs> For reaching the maximum <laughs> level of our life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's just once again, fuck you guys. You guys want purple Andre? I don't think so. I don't think so. <clears throat> but uh, hey, China. Make, with Carmella coming out, this, uh, have you seen her, Larry? Is she wearing her Money in the Bank outfit? It's Carmella. I just Did saw her Carmella? in that picture. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what she has on. But uh, <laughs> I didn't look that closely. That's creepy. So with, oh, I, I would look. So uh, <laughs> if Carmella's in the game now, who's left in terms of the ladies? Uh, like Sonya uh, and Mandy. Oh, yeah, that I can think of. Yeah, Nikki they, they Cross in the game. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross in the game. Why didn't they make Nikki Cross? Why didn't they make her with Killian Dane? That's her husband. You know, they put Killian Dane on. No one knows who the fuck Killian Dane is, but everyone knows Nikki Cross. Put Nikki Cross. Uh, Liv Morgan. We still need Liv. Oh yeah. Oh Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like to get a Ruby Riot on there. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke. There's no Dana Brooke. Yeah, Dana. Brooke. Oh, that's right. There is no Dana Brooke. Huh. Yeah. Yes, there is a lot more. Yeah. No um, Yeah, but I think. Yeah. Uh, Why isn't Carmella wrestling lately? Do we know? Uh, apparently she uh, took a break because uh, of the pandemic. She didn't want to work during the pandemic. Apparently. But like Corey Graves is still on SmackDown every week. So what's what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess she just didn't want to work. Huh. I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they I, said if you don't want to work during the pandemic, you don't have to work. So I think she just wasn't comfortable working, and she said, "All right." That's the last I heard. But yeah. Hey, but it's for the best. Like, they need to take breaks. Like, you know, like, now, yeah. like, take, like, they should rotate every three months or something. Just go out, come back. Cause that way you won't get sick of them, you know? Like, yes, and they don't get hurt as often. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you didn't have to do All the right. karaoke content either that way, so that's a plus. <laughs> she looks All right. Heat on. No, she doesn't. <laughs> that was the big internet thing that she made a joke in a podcast, yeah, course, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like any of people like flipped out about it. Oh, she likes to get peed on. No, she doesn't. But anyway, oh. maybe she does. We don't know. She doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like she, she was making a joke there, but I mean, she might yeah. like to get peed on. We're not a hundred percent sure. I suppose I don't know. Um, all right, now Is that for the like... musical. Is that something that takes place like in, in a bathroom situation, or do you do that like? Is that what those rubber sheets are all about when you're peeing on? Like, what are rubber sheets like? That you always hear about that, like, oh, get the rubber sheets. Is that for peeing? Well, first of all, let me just point out clearly, I've never heard that in my life. 
get the rubber. You never heard rubber <laughs> sheet. Just make that clear. Get the rubber sheet. But when I, I when you were a kid and you're wet in the bed as a kid, as I'm sure you did till you're like thirty, Larry, right? You, they your parents would get you the rubber sheets. I'm never wet to bed. Never? No. No, never wet oh, to bed. Oh, when I was never a kid, I'm sure I wet to bed. Yeah. I, I don't Not ever remember wetting the bed. I sucked my thumb till I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't ever remember wetting the bed. But I, I believe rubber sheets are specifically for children who are having trouble, you know. Well, well there's definitely a porn subset that are into the rubber sheets. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, their initial creation and was for the kids and that but i guess yeah everything gets perverted so maybe maybe they are for peeing on people like you you don't have to do it in the bathtub or whatever you could just do it on the rubber sheets still you get you're risking that running down onto the floor and stuff that's so yeah gross. like the whole purpose of the rubber sheets i guess is to make cleanup easier but i mean if you're cool with peeing on people do you really care about cleanup i mean seems like no but i mean do you want that in your carpet forever maybe you get like a kiddie pool Line that with rubber sheets. There you go. Okay. All right. Tuffy seems way familiar with that. Like he's like, oh yeah, yeah maybe you get a kitty pool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like you get a kitty pool and you put you use duct tape to secure the rubber sheets around the edges and then you put it in the center of <laughs> Hey Tuffy. All right. What's going on there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Now All right, so are we or we're getting into what about score the R. Kelly video. What was what did he have going on there? <laughs> R. Kelly. Yeah, this R. Kelly basically edition was, uh, of the song about pissing. He had a whole cult and he liked to pee on them, making the sex with. Yeah. <laughs> Show me that pee pee. Show me that doo doo. That Chappelle's <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle did a skit about that, and it's very good. So uh, now. Hockey okay, music? yes. Score a hockey musical. Well, is Jank here as well? Yeah, Jank's here. Let's bring him on. Jank! Hello, Kevin uh, Jank? Uh, Hello? Oh, there he oh, is, Jank. Kevin Jank. Oh, all right. There we go. <laughs> What's you, going on, guys? Were you jacking off? Hey, hey, Jank. <laughs> no. well, first of all, Larry, all right. I got a bone to pick with Jank. All right. Oh, hey. no. I Last I night, I was re- I was recording Flea Market Fantasies on Mike L. of Canada. And uh, we we get to the, the preview of the next episode. And he said he's got a very special guest. And I said, who's that? Uh-huh. And he said, Kevin Jank. I was like, what oh, the nice. fuck? He's my buddy. And you're going behind my back looking Kevin Jank. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fuck. He fingered me behind your back. Yeah, you couldn't even like, you know, hey, heads up. I'm coming on the show. No, Jank's keeping it a secret, too. The hell! Oh, I didn't know it was a secret. He didn't tell me this was a clandestine affair. <laughs> but then, Jank, uh, I have to apologize though because uh, he picked a Superman comic book. Yeah. What the fuck? Apparently, he was trying to find someone who was, you know, big into Superman and failed. Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. just the last one, uh, you know, willing to come on. That's what he said. He goes, I was going to say you were coming on. I was like, it's, a, it's our 50th episode. It's a big deal for, for Mike L. So I'm like, oh, 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 did you get janked because you're doing a Spider-Man thing? And he's like, no. He, I thought he would like Superman, but he didn't. But he's going to read it anyway. And I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> well, but I feel well, bad. No, I don't want to read Superman. <laughs> Why? Like, okay, the 50th uh, episode, you'd think you'd want to get like a very popular 
well-known comic, you know, one that everybody could well, Like, is this a well-known Superman? He says it's the beginning of the Bronze Age of comic books, like this issue. Like, it ushered <laughs> comics into the 60s. But I, I don't know. But uh, I was hoping it was going to be that one where uh, Superman made a porno with uh, <laughs> Big Barda. <laughs> Miracle yeah, with uh, that, that one that, guy's wife. That's an actual storyline, Larry. Superman yeah. made a porno with it. Who's um, <laughs> wife? But, uh, uh, Mr. Miracle. <laughs> the Mr. Miracle? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, but, but, like, got weird. I don't even know. Do you know the issue number? What is it, Jank? What is it, like 223? No, he didn't. He was going to send me the link, but so far I haven't gotten it. So, okay. I don't but know. I forget what the number is. He <laughs> said it last night. But uh, when he told me Superman, I said, I just hope and pray that Kryptonite is involved. And, and Mike Elsie, yes, it is. <laughs> what a shock. It's always involved. Like, I know. It's <laughs> the only way you can have an issue. Yeah, because when you have a guy who's all powerful and only has one weakness, guess what? You always have to use that weakness. I make hear it you. It's just yeah. so weird. I think, to be fair, like he is also partially weak against magic, they've said. So I guess you can get around it a little yeah. bit with that. So if, you have some, if David Copperfield ever had kryptonite, Superman's rule. <laughs> What yeah. about Keller? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like, like Keller would just go hang out with Jimmy Olsen. Those guys seem very alike. Speaking of Superman, uh, yesterday I watched Superman 2. Uh, I hadn't seen oh. it in a long time, but uh, yeah. I ended up getting that HBO Max thing, so it, it's on there. <laughs> so I was just... And it was, it's awesome. Jesus Christ, it, it is still oh, really? very, very good. Yeah, it is because, still like a great movie. Because I loved it when I was a kid, and then I saw it years later, and I thought, wow, this is, you know, okay, but it's not like awesome like I remembered it. Yeah, um, see, I still like, I had fond feelings towards it. I still like it. I mean, like the fight the at the end in are... the Fortress of Solitude, when he throws that <laughs> yeah, that rap bad. at the guy. Oh, it's, oh, it's <laughs> terrible, yeah, but it's still like, it yeah. makes me feel good, though, watching it. All right. Yeah. I liked it. The three villains were cool. Yeah. Zod. Yeah. Kneel before Zod. Come, son of Jor-El. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's definitely. great. That guy's awesome. And the and the woman's good. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Her name. We'll, Sue. We'll call her Sue. <laughs> I like them both. Margot Kidder's good. And, uh, you know... They got Superman 3 on there with Richard Pryor, so I might give that a whirl over the weekend at some point, because I remember that being <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah it's pretty right. terrible. Now, is that the Still one where terrible. somebody's face gets all wrapped up in the wires? Maybe that's... Probably, because that was a lot to do with computers in that one. So yeah. All right. It makes well, sense. Well, it. But thumbs up to Superman 2. All right. Thumbs up to Superman 2. Hell yeah. Fair enough. All right. All right. So, uh. Talk about score a hockey musical. Now, Jank, did you watch this? I sure did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so to go Tuffy without inflection just, uh, so you can read into it. We'll check in with Tuffy occasionally just to see, uh, how he's doing with this. All right. Tuffy, you could put it on YouTube right now, you know, and watch it along with us if you want. <laughs> sure, I got SmackDown going on, so I'm a little busy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you, you have your rubber sheet? Yeah, rubber sheets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'll need that for Matt Hardy and Sheamus's bar fight. Jeff Hardy, you got the wrong Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. That doesn't really matter. 
I saw Alexa <laughs> Bliss and Nikki Cross were fighting tonight. What? The yeah, fight? that was for uh, the winner got a SmackDown title shot next week. Oh, uh, was there shenanigans or how did they do this? No, like, uh, you know, they started the show with Nikki Cross complaining about the uh, brass knuckles or whatever. So then Bailey oh. said Alexa versus Nikki, whoever wins gets a shot next week against Bailey. Oh, okay. And Nikki won. Yeah, because so. Larry went Nikki. Did you watch Nikki Cross versus Bailey, Larry, on that pay extreme? No, nah, I didn't watch it, no. Your girl Sasha Banks uh, slid her the old uh, boss ring that she wears. The old brass yeah. And then she punched Nikki with it. Yeah. I'll be All honest right, with you. Know, I, uh, I turned that on uh, on Sunday for three minutes, and the part I saw was the ref gets knocked out. Bailey's now the ref. Oscar loses the, yeah. the match. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm turning this back <laughs> Yeah, off. it was like people were outraged about that finish, but I mean, I'm fine with it because like, clearly they just made it. Not, yeah, nonsensical. Like, it's not an official match. Like, it didn't count. Oscar's still the champion, but Banks just stole the belt, you know? So, yeah. it's fine. But, yeah, it's fun. I like it. But, yeah, I watched that, and I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I, I think they just wanted to they just wanted to delay that match, because now Oscar's facing Sasha on Raw this week, and there's going to be a definite winner somehow. So, I think this is the week. And if you get disqualified, you lose. So, I think this week, Bailey accidentally get Sasha disqualified probably. And then that starts to use. We'll see. Alright. Mm. Score a hockey musical. Finally. We're getting here. Eventually. Yeah. This was made in two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Larry, it stars Olivia Newton John. Yeah, I don't know if it stars Olivia Newton John, but <laughs> she's in it. She's yeah, she's Did in you recognize amount. her? Yeah, I recognized her. Oh, see I had no idea. I did not, yeah. (laughs) I saw her name in the credits, and then only halfway through it, I realized, oh, I guess that was her. Well, I didn't recognize Nelly Furtado until about the end, and I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) Well, I also didn't recognize Squirrely Dan until you tweeted that thing out today. I just thought that was a big fat. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he looks just like himself, so you got no excuse on that one. (laughs) Well, I'm not really looking at big fat dudes. I was looking at, uh, that's Nelly Furtado next to him, right? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, now he's first time. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at her. Um, but uh, I just thought he was just a big, fat, hairy dude. And then when I, I looked at his IMDb, IMDb page, he was credited as fat-bellied guy. Yeah. That was his credit. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> fat-bellied guy. That was the alternate name for Squirrely Dan. <laughs> so... Score Hockey Musical 2010. This actually opened up the Toronto Film Festival that year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, the opening it. spot seems good for it. You want to put it at like midnight when they show like the you know the cult films and stuff like that. Like <laughs> this is a good opening. It shows you the, uh, the state toes. of the Canadian film industry if this is opening up your <laughs> Toronto film. <laughs> I wonder if it's like their TV where they have to show a certain amount of Canadian content or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this stars Noah Reed, has a young man named Farley Gordon. Now, are you guys familiar with Noah Reed at all? Nope. He looks vaguely familiar, but then I looked at his IMDb and saw nothing that I recognized. He's like a he's well, like a mix between Tom Holland and Michael Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
back then. That's pretty perfect. Um, well, Jenk, you watch Shit's Creek? Uh, no. Okay. Because he's on Shit's Creek. He plays David's uh, boyfriend. So. Oh, okay. I watched the first two episodes, so I'm guessing that didn't happen yet. <laughs> yeah, he's on like Shit's season Creek. four. He comes on in like season oh, okay. four. Um, but this in this movie, he plays Farley Gordon, a homeschooled lad who uh, his parents are all like high fluting scholars and <laughs> culture people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They yeah. like the battle. <laughs> They're like elitist pacifist. snobs, hippie, yeah, friendly, green. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cousin shit. Brandon without, without the drinking problem. That's, yeah, cousin Brandon with money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jank made an important point there. They're like pacifists as well. They don't believe in violence. Oh yeah, sports, very. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But this kid, Harley Gordon, he loved hockey for some reason. Even though I don't understand how he ever saw it or played it or bought a stick or skates or puck. If his family felt like this, well, he's Canadian. So he yeah. always <laughs> he always goes down to the rink, his local uh, ice rink, outside rink. And he plays pickup hockey with his chums, and he's really good. He's really good. Now, in fairness, if you just watch the movie, you won't be able to tell that he's really good because he's not actually really good <laughs> when he's playing. <laughs> but, but just sure, but everyone keeps telling you <laughs> he's very good. He he just he just deeks his way and wheels through all the defenders like nothing, even though he's going very slow and is not the best skater in the world. But um, <laughs> don't worry. Like I, because that's the dilemma. Like, can you have a believable kid who's like this elite hockey player and still be a good actor? So I'm guessing like that's pretty hard. Because if if this twenty, like he was 22 at the time he did this, if he was 22 and an actual good hockey player, well, he wouldn't be an actor. He'd be a hockey player probably. You know. Yeah. So you just got to buy in. That all right, this kid's <laughs> super good. I bought in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like even the, the way there's little things. You can tell if someone's really good. Just little things they do, how they carry themselves, hold the stick, walk, how they're their stride. And, yeah, he's not really good. You, you know who's actually surprisingly impressed me with their hockey ability, though, Larry? Is that Jared Kiso from uh, – is that his name? Kiso? Kelso? Kiso? Mm-hmm. From Letterkenny? Yeah. Wayne? I could yeah, see Wayne. that. Because when you see him uh, – because I guess he played junior, not at a super high level, but but uh, when he's Shorzy or when he's uh, – Remember that when Schwarzy was refing that one time? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, he can really skate. Like, he can skate. Like, that's an oh, actual that thing good hockey. Oh, that's he's doing, like, where he's shuffling back and forth. It's fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even, like, when he's Schwarzy in some of the games, they show, like, yeah, he's got some skill. He's he's a good hockey player. But this kid here, eh, not so much. But, you know. I want to <laughs> get touched by Gal. Wayne. <laughs> In one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that kid's name? What's that guy's name? Uh, Glenn. Glenn. That's right, Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. funny. That was very- I miss that show. It needs to. They need more episodes soon. Uh, it usually comes out around this time, right? I, I thought I summer. saw like season eight coming soon. Yes. August something maybe. Now the the main girl in this uh, movie is oh we should say Olivia Newton John plays uh, that kid's mom. Yeah, um, I don't know who that dad guy is, but he's weird. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the main lady in this film is uh, Allie McDonald. She plays Eve. She's yeah. uh, the kid's next-door neighbor. And, you know, they're, like, grew up together. Um, he rarely leaves the house except to play hockey, apparently. And, and Larry, <laughs> when I'm watching this, don't be mistaken. I, I saw the similarities between me and this. Homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's a small both the underwear ass. <laughs> yes, but you know, both love the hockey, but rarely they leave the house. Uh, and he's a smaller lad like myself. I'm bigger than him. Apparently, this kid's five eight. There's Noah Reed. I'm five eleven. But uh, I probably weighed a lot less than him at this age. Yeah, see so, <laughs> that. Uh, so I understood, like you know, being a little guy, not being able to compete in the. In the you know, big worlds of hockey. I understand all this. So it's basically, right. when you think of it that way, it's kind of like Mike Bell the musical. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Except I'd have a lot more Oscar in it. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> not so many cats. And he talks to a woman. <laughs> that is true, yeah. That's true. That whole yeah, he's, he's actually he actually interacts with a lady. Yeah. That's way more than a <laughs> so anyway, this Allie uh, or Eve is her name in here. Uh, do you guys are you familiar with this Allie McDonald at all? She's been some other nope. stuff. Um, Not at all. I uh, saw her in uh, Under the Silver Lake. Remember, I like that film with. Uh, oh yeah, I did watch that. She plays one of the the girls in there, like not the main girl that he's after, but mm-hmm. um, one of like the partier girls. She, she looks good in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That does sound familiar now that you say it. Like, if you remember, there's a scene of him walking down the street talking to her, and she's wearing, like, this pink bathing suit and carrying a balloon <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's yep. like the girl that okay. puts him in touch. She, I, I think she puts him in touch or how to get in touch with um, maybe that musical guy that he beats with Kirk Cobain's guitar, <laughs> I think, or something. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, um, so go watch Under the Silver Lake if you want to see Allie McDonald. But she's uh, in, yeah. in this film. She her name is Eve, and she plays a, a musician. She's what is she, Larry? A cellist or what is she? Ah, uh, yeah, cello. And and she of course has a big crush on uh, Farley, and he's like too uh, shy to make a move on her. Well, he and doesn't so even yeah. yeah, and then she starts uh, hanging out with this guy named Marco. He's a smooth-talking... Uh, where is he from, exactly, Marco? Italy. Yeah, I thought Italy. it was Italy. He's, in Italy. he's from Italy, and he's like some kind of like musical maestro. Yeah, and he's, he's trying to put the moves on Eve. Yeah. And, and Farley starts to get jealous. So yeah. is that going on? Um, who else should we mention in here? I think that's... There's no other real famous people, right? Pretty much it. Uh, famous? No. no. Yeah, Squirrely Dan's probably number one. I think he's overtaken well. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John at this point. Nelly Furtado. <laughs> I'm like a bird. So is she Canadian? Is that what? Yeah, she's Canadian for sure. Yep. Now, now, why did Olivia Newton-John do this? I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't fit like. Like, oh, Fulton, all they knew. Like, I can't do the Australian <laughs> accent, but it doesn't work in this movie. Like, I don't know. It's just, I, I understand, like, oh, you know, Dad could marry a, an Australian lady, but I don't know. It's just weird. 
Oh, well, um, wait, I'm looking at the IMDb page, and this movie got nominated for three things. Let me see. Um, What? At the film festival? (laughs) I I don't know. Oh, the Actra Toronto Award, Outstanding Performance Mail by Noah Reed. He was nominated. Wow. Wow. Directors Guild of Canada, nominee, direction in a feature film, Michael McGowan. And nominee (laughs) for the best cast, for the best team award, feature film. They didn't win, but you know, nominated. So that's that's good. All right, Larry. So uh, <clears throat> I don't know. How does this movie start? Uh, how, the movie starts off with um, oh, okay, him him going down to play one on one with his buddies, and this dude comes up, and they have well, like a sing fight. Yeah, they're just playing pickup, and some <laughs> yeah. smart Alec guy shows up, and he's like, uh, "I can beat you." Cause you're no yeah. good or whatever, and uh, yeah, they start singing. Now, Larry, you're a fan <laughs> of the music, mm-hmm. so how did you feel when they just started singing right there at the beginning? Like, hey, I'm a singing. Did you like? Well, that? I mean, you know, yeah, because I mean, this is what you expect when you watch a musical. <laughs> it's all nonsensical. Yeah. Like, there's no re- like we were watching Grease two the other day, and I'm thinking like, Jesus Christ, this opening number. Okay, they're going back to school on the first day of school. But this number is so elaborate that it would have taken them all summer to plan this. And I'm thinking, like, did, <laughs> well, did they plan this all summer, or did they all just spontaneously know what the yeah. dance routine is? So I just like, hi. Like, so, yeah, yeah, so no, I was cool with it. All right. So so this guy's like, uh, he seems tough. He's smoking a cigarette, and Farley's like, hey, no smoking <laughs> on the public drink. And so he throws the cigarette down, and then he spits. And there's also no spitting on the public rink. Well, and no spit. fighting, and <laughs> then he pushes him or something. And he he breaks all the yeah. rules in like five seconds. Yeah. So he challenges yeah. uh, Farley to a game of hockey, one on one, full rink. That's weird. Because that, for those kids who don't play a lot, you never do that. That is never a thing. You never play. <laughs> Let's go one on one, full rink. Nope, never happens. Also, we should point out no goaltenders either. So, nope. Again, seems odd. Why not put goaltenders? Like w- the movie makers, wh- why not have goalies? Why not? What would it hurt? <laughs> Do they have the nets down? No, nets are standing uh, up. Usually, right. uh, for those who don't know, if you're playing and you don't have a goalie, you would put the nets down and you try and hit the top mesh part of the top of the net. Uh, that can be a goal. Or you could play hit the post to get a goal, um, hit the crossbar to get a goal. You rarely play empty net, just put the puck in the net because not that hard. And then you also don't play full rank, one-on-one. Absurd. <laughs> but, that, but that's what they do. I get the and, feeling and there's not deep. a lot of crossover between people who like uh, hockey and people who like musicals. So the director yeah, may and, have been confused. There's <laughs> also not much crossover between people who love hockey and who made this film, apparently. Um, but uh, so they play and Farley of course beats the loud talking jackass 10 nothing smokes him Larry 10 nothing <coughs> just dancing all around him and uh, then the, what is the the other guy he he sings another song but this time he's very apologetic yeah, he's and he like, says oh, what an honor wrong. I was wrong yeah. I don't know what he sings but basically he was wrong <laughs> Here's what I don't get. Again, in the real world, imagine this one-on-one full-rank thing is true, and this is what actually happens, and you have a, a tough-talking guy challenging Farley Gordon. Here's what would really happen. 
Farley Gordon would walk around him once for a goal. Then the next time Farley Gordon got the puck, this guy would just two-hand him across the leg. Oh, I the race. <laughs> yeah. But this is Canada, though, dude. This is Canada. <laughs> but he came up to the <laughs> rink talking like a badass, shoving Thank him, you, and then yeah. he didn't get physical at all. Like, he didn't even attempt to hit him or anything. So it's like, all right. He didn't even whatever. spit on him. He was, well, maybe he, no, maybe he couldn't get, maybe he couldn't touch him. He couldn't he couldn't get close to him. Farley's too quick, too I, too dirty. Because yeah. Noah Reed was quite the elegant skater. He could just <laughs> around people. Did you remind you guys like of Baby Nancy Driver on, on skates? Baby Driver on skates? Yeah, you know that kid that played Baby Driver. Like sometimes I saw that dude. Sometimes I see Michael Sarah. Sometimes I see Tom <laughs> Holland. But like I Tom I Holland for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely know. spit Tom Holland. Yeah. But sometimes I see Baby Driver, whatever that kid's name is. <laughs> I have no idea. Ansel Elgort, I think. Oh yeah, he was another one. Didn't something came out a couple weeks ago where he did something where everybody's canceling that kid for something. I can't remember what it was now, but uh, of course they are. <laughs> Cancel Everyone's Baby canceled. Driver. Yeah. <laughs> <Cancel. laughs> All right. So, anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah, the, the, I just the one, guy. one time I want someone to get canceled on Twitter and everybody, and I just want them to respond. I don't give a fuck. Go fuck you. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, I hear you. No apologies. <laughs> just fuck you. I don't care. Yeah, I'll do that. I hear you. All right. So uh, after he beats this guy, <clears throat> there's a there's an old, other guy taking his grandkid to school or something, right? Or um, and he's walking grandkid to school. And this yeah, guy looks yeah. exactly like. He's trying to Brian be Mike Babcock. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, if Brian Cranston was playing Mike Babcock, that's what this guy would look like. <laughs> and and uh, he's dressed in a suit and a nice coat and, like, his little fedora hat. So he, it tells you right now he's an important guy. And he's, he's walking up to the rink, or he sees the uh, public uh, ice there where they're playing their games, and he catches sight of this Farley Gordon, and he is smitten right away. He can tell this guy is awesome. This is the greatest <laughs> hockey player I've ever seen. He is so good. Which is quite a feat because we learn in, like, the next scene that he is legally blind and can't see anything. Oh, yeah. That's, somehow. That's, like, the gimmick. He just knew. That's, it. like, the joke. Like, you couldn't <laughs> tell how small the kid was or how, you know, unimpressive physically he was. He could just tell him weaving <laughs> through people and squaring on the But he, he tells him, you could be the next Sidney Crosby. And, of course, Farley Gordon, even though he loves hockey and he plays it every day of his life, he has no idea who Crosby is. No yeah. Yet later in the <laughs> film, he does know who Walter Gretzky is. That's true. And <laughs> later on in the film, I think he says, "I could be the next Crosby." Well, they told him like you could be Crosby, so he's just repeating what they said. So that kind of yeah. makes sense. But yeah, the fact I that he knows that. Walter Gretzky. Um, <laughs> do you think he also <laughs> knows Sidney's dad? Like if Sidney Crosby's dad was there, he's like, oh, <laughs> Sidney Crosby's dad. That's Mario Lemieux's dad. But he's yeah. Mario Lemieux. I don't know. Yeah, yep. dad. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, this guy turns out Bill Cosby. <laughs> yep. Walt Acorn is guy, his name. Yeah, the Walt Acorn. He's the owner of the like the local, uh, I guess, junior hockey team. Brampton. And he, he wants. The Rampton Blades, and, and Brampton. he wants Farley. You saying Brampton with BR? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like yeah, alliteration. Yep, Brampton Blades. Brampton Blades. 
So he wants Farley to join the team. So Farley talks to his parents, and he's like, I don't want to try to play hockey. And he tells Eve, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess. I don't know. So he goes up. He shows up at the uh, rink the next day. Uh, and and his, uh, the other thing I like about Farley Gordon, another reason, another similarity to me, is he wore the same clothes in every scene, basically, at least at the beginning. <laughs> he, wore, he wore, like, the same pullover sweater with, like, a stripe in front of, on the, across the middle. And, you know, I like to wear the same thing, too. Like, I'm always in a Kabuki Warrior shirt and pajama pants. So, yeah, it's kind of the same thing with me. Um, so he shows up at practice, and right away the coach is like, uh, the coach shoots a puck at him, first of all. He, and he tells him it's a private practice. He shoots yeah. a puck at him. And, uh, and again, I'm pretty sure the coach has never taken a wrist shot before either in his life. So then, uh, but Farley's like, no, I'm supposed to join the team today. The Acorn or whatever the guy's name is told me to come down here. And he says, Acorn, the last few guys he told us uh, sent down here uh, ended up dead. Or what does he say? Something like that. <laughs> like he's trying to scare <laughs> One <laughs> game. He played one game. Yeah. Oh, oh he, took a, he took a slap shot in his chin or something, right? Or his, yeah, he, he blocked a slap off. shot with his tonsils and broke his jaw in four yeah, places. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good memory, Larry. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I I watched it. When did you watch this? Did you just watch it today? Uh, this morning. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I watched it the other night, but um. So then, uh, what happened? So he goes to practice, and they're like, so the coach is like, all right, I'm going to see, I'm going to test you right away. Let's do a one-on-two drill. That never happens. You never, you rarely do a (laughs) one-on-two drill. (laughs) <laughs> not a lot of point in doing it. But no, not for Farley Gordon. He just weaves his way right through these defenders. And again, yeah. just don't pay attention to how he skates. Just just believe <laughs> that he can wheel his way through these two defenders, and he scores. So he says, all right, next up, two more defenders. Uh, I guess the implication is he's building his way up the team like the better defenders. So this time, he just goes straight, Larry. Just straight through them both. No, he doesn't deke or anything. He just skates in a straight line basically right through him and scores the goal. Uh, so they say, all right, Moose, you're up. So they call him Moose. He's this huge defenseman. And now Harley's already weaved his way around four different defenders, one-on-two situations. Now it's one-on-one against Moose. Now Moose makes ha- uh, Farley seem like Pavel Bure because Moose can barely stand up on skates. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he starts skating towards Farley. <laughs> So you think Farley would just step to the side or something. Nope. He kept he skates right into Moose and Moose knocks him the fuck out. Boom. Yep. And uh yep. yeah. he only knows now, going straight. Weird at, <laughs> yeah, never practiced weird at Farley. <laughs> yeah, Farley went to try to evade Moose because Moose was not a good skater. Not a good skater at all. He he's also not a good singer. No. <laughs> Because he sings a couple times. Well, I was uh, reading some of the reviews on this, and uh, it actually got a lot of positive reviews when it first came out. Like, people were giving it, like, uh, two and a half and three stars out of four. And then there were also some negative reviews, <laughs> of course. And uh, one of them was, uh, big complaints was, some of these, these songs are uh, not that great, and some of the people singing them should never sing in public. <laughs> Maybe that's the Hey, yo, Moose. So uh, Farley wakes up, right? And the coach is talking to him, and I don't know. 
What did he say? I think a song. I think they start singing a song about this is a the toughest league in 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 all all hockey or whatever. You know, this ain't for pansies or whatever. That's right. Exactly right. Oh, another thing about the songs, Larry. um, Right, the first song we get was that one on the the pickup. Then when he goes home, he's singing a song. Or I think maybe he sees Eve on the street. Don't they sing a song there? Yeah, they sing a song together. Yep. And and then he sees the parents and they sing a song. So it's like the first. Then, like the first five ten minutes of this movie, you get three songs right away. Yeah. That's, that's a musical, though. This is definitely a musical. This isn't a movie yeah. that has a few songs in it. This is a musical. But isn't for that sure. too many, like right off the bat? Like, because then the, the songs got spaced out. I noticed out. that too. The song, the songs got spaced out more during because there's a there'd be long stretches without a song, especially with some of the hockey stuff. Um, I think maybe three right at the front was a little too much. A little too much. <laughs> yeah, the Grease 2 model worked better, where it was like song and then a lot of plot and then another song. It's <laughs> not just every scene. we got to have a song for some reason. Yeah. So at this point now, it's time for the game, the one game. Like, all right, fuck, oh. you get one fucking game. Yeah, because the coach wanted him to – he was trying <laughs> to kick him out, but that acorn guy, the owner, says, you know, you're going to give him one game, regular shifts, let him show what he can do. Yeah. So he shows up for the game, and then another song breaks out where he's singing a song with Brian Cranston, and everybody's fist fighting each other, and they're all singing and fist fighting. Oh yeah. Well, before the game even starts, Larry, he's coming out of the runway to get on the ice, and there's already a, a brawl. Everyone's fighting that's what I'm saying. on the ice. Yeah, and they're singing, and yeah. they're fighting, and they're singing, and but, but but that's before the game even starts. In warm-ups, yeah, the game they all just start out. It's like oh, this is the point in the movie I, where I, I just liked watching them fight each other. <laughs> so that was something. Um, this is the point in the movie I realized that Matt Murray is actually their goalie on this team. Like that's actually just Matt Murray playing for them. I don't know if you noticed that goalie, but that's just Matt Murray. Uh, because he couldn't catch anything with his gloves, or why? No, he... he just looks like Matt Murray. He's got like that uh. same rat face and bad haircut and all that stuff. <laughs> It's definitely Matt Murray ten years ago. I'm telling you, you you go back and watch it. The like, goalie oh, on yeah, his maybe that team, on like uh, team was Farnsworth's team or whatever that kid's name is. Yeah, see, I think that kid was more like uh, he didn't look like him, but I mean, he's French Canadian, like Mark Andre Fleury, like you know, given the, the French Canadian. Well, yeah, chat. he was definitely French Canadian. What about Lance? <laughs> Can Lance speak French? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> so. Uh, but here's another. This is what I don't. This is what I was saying about people that made the film don't really like hockey because it's 2010 and you're having on ice brawls and warm-ups of a junior. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, this is like a throwback to nonsensical stuff. So I thought it was very but, disrespectful. <laughs> wait, hold on though. Let, let, let's keep in mind though, like, let's, you know, the songs are quirky and shit. And there's one song where they fucking, they're self-aware of the fact that they're in a movie and stuff. So you got to keep in mind this movie's silly. Yeah, I know, but just as a <laughs> hockey fan, like I, I just feel like uh, this perpetuates the concept that hockey is about goonery and fighting. And it, by 2010, you, that was gone. Even you know what I mean? Are you are so, you canceling Score, a hockey musical? Yes, I'm going to cancel Score. <laughs> Fuck you, Score. <laughs> cancel you, bully culture. You're violent. <laughs> um, but I, mean, I, I, I mean, just think because eventually it becomes. Well, I guess we'll go. We'll get to it eventually. But um, but yeah, yeah they fight Letterkenny all the time, and you love it. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I guess I put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, Letter Kenny is... Uh, it's it's the show without the, without the songs. They're very, very low tier, like hockey. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I guess so is the Brampton Blades. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I, I wish it's right. like a movie <laughs> where hockey isn't shown to just be nothing but fighting. Is what I'm saying. That would have been nice. But like the Mighty yeah. Ducks. Yeah, there you I go. I mean, even even in Letterkenny, when there's brawls, it's pretty much you know orchestrated violence by people who I wanted to fight anyway before they even got on the ice. You know what I mean? Like the Shores, like Jonesy and Riley with the natives <laughs> yeah. and that team and everything. Like so, it's like you knew there was going to be a brawl beforehand. So I don't know. But this a, a junior game opening war opening skate, they just start brawling. Uh, come on. But anyway, I hear you. It's, it's you know it's the slap shot model. Slap shot set the precedent. Yeah. It's like hey, minor it, league hockey is just goonery, and you know everybody just plays off that. Okay. Yeah, it's I know. And I was just tired. Because basically the other plot in this film I was going to talk about later, but it, he you know he's a pacifist, scared to fight. It's it's basically the same thing they did with Young Blood, you know the same fucking thing with Young Blood, and it's just like I don't know. I think they could have done something else, but anyway. Um, All right. So the, yeah, his first game though, Larry. What happens in the first game? Oh, he scores like six seconds in. Just yes, right six down in. past everybody. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> right in. The opening face off. He drags it through the guy's legs, and the guy threatened to beat him up too, right? He's like, oh, you're dead. And, yeah. But, of course, the guy doesn't just cross-check him in the chest. No, he tries to win the draw and get nutmeg through the legs. And then the, the dude just uh, <laughs> goes in, scores six seconds in. His first game he scores. And he ends up with four goals and two assists for his first yep. game. And then, yep. like, he gets interviewed afterwards, and he, he just stares at the camera, and then he smiles. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's all shy. But after that one game, the Sports Center guy is like, this guy's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's on Sports Center and everything. Because the big thing is, this is the first organized hockey game he's ever played in his life, and he gets four goals and two assists, even though, again, it's the Brampton Blades that, you know, I don't know what tier this is. But. Yeah, yeah, he's on yeah. Sports Center. And there's like, there's some agent guy saying, oh, we got to sign him up. We got to keep an eye All on. All right, this guy. so let me ask. You, so think about it in these terms, though. Let's say this is a true life situation where some guy they never he's never played anything. He's twenty, whatever. How old? This kid's well, he's 17. seventeen. Okay, so he's seventeen, and they throw him on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Pens, and he puts four goals and but, two assists up in his first game. That's not going to be cool. You would never hear of it. But you would never hear of it. You know how many Why? junior <laughs> hockey leagues there are in Canada? You know how many hockey games are played every day in Canada? There's, this story happens a million times. Now, I'm not saying it's stupid for the movie because it's silly. It's dumb. I mean, but, yeah, this would never happen. It's funny to do it, but, yeah, this never happens. Would never happen. Well, there's a lot of never. things that would never happen. There's no way that yeah. when, <laughs> when Farlington or whatever that kid's name is decides to fight that they'd ever let him fight a fucking goalie. There's no way they would let him fight their goalie. There's just no way. But, you know. Yeah, you just the other goalie would pair up with that goalie right away. Like, that's exactly yes. what happens in a fight when there's a brawl. Goalie but, goalie, like, anybody on that goalie's team would jump in first. They're like, no fucking way are you punching my goalie. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but for the purpose of the movie, it's just a fun, goofy movie. The fact that he plays one game and they're 
I mean, they do it for laughs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yes. But to make that clear, they're not acting like it's serious. They're doing it like it's just silly, and that's fine. But if you ask me, would this ever happen? No, it would never happen. <laughs> like, it would never <laughs> But, uh, so... He starts to get like, uh, oh, the team loves him now because they've seen him play. He, he helps them win. He scored four goals. So they all love him. And he starts to uh, bond with the team, I guess. Is this what we see now? Or I don't know. Yeah, he starts uh, like lighting his farts on fire and stuff. Like he's well, no, not right it. away, though. <laughs> at, 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 not yeah, right away. Like an outsider. Yeah, at first he's still like an outsider because he doesn't fit in with this group, this culture, you know. Um, but eventually he does get there and, and he starts to get a little full of himself. Like he's a big celebrity and he's doing like Jenk said, he's doing underwear ads and he's doing interviews and all kinds yeah. of shit. He's going to be the number I one think, pick in the NHL draft after yeah. like seven yep. games. Yep. <laughs> and again, on a dirt low tier junior hockey league. Yep. Number one draft pick. Yeah. So. NHL. It seems so, like they uh, only played the same team over and over again. Yeah, that teal <laughs> well, team. Yep, that same teal team over and over. Jerseys cost money. Man. Cost money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Olivia Newton-John could have kicked a little bit more in for a third team. Yeah, use that Xanadu money for something. Yeah. Um. So and then we get we always get the subplot of him and Eve. Um, you know, will they or won't they get together and all that stuff? And then the Marco. He, here's my problem with the film. I think they started to do too much. Um, I wish they would have just put, took like one angle on it. I like the idea of him just being like a uh, egomaniac all of a sudden, like he turned, changed who he was, and he's becoming like you know a celebrity and a superstar. So he's losing his grasp of who he is as a person. Like Johnny I wish B. they would have stuck with with that more Keen wolf without because they the do wolf. put in the, the fighting and his stance against violence and he's a pacifist and he won't fight because again I think that's too much like young blood uh, having to prove his phys- you know how tough he is um, and then you also get the subplot with him and the, the the girl I just think they had too much going on I would have I would have just gotten rid of the whole fighting stuff and focused on him being like a egomaniac and losing track of himself and then yeah because that because that's when he falls out with the team, Larry. There's a big brawl on the ice, and he turtles. And this was very funny, though. I lo- I thought it was a very funny thing. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's a scene later I, I think, on where, like, they, they show the highlights that, that news guy's, like, doing yeah. the sports center thing, and you get a different angle of it. And the dude, like, kind of, like, does, like, an elbow smash on him, and he, like, flattens <laughs> out, and it's very funny. I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah, so he that. turtles up. And this yeah. kid, just, this other guy on the other team, just beating the hell out of him, like to the body, just punching him to the body while he's turtled up, and <laughs> it keeps going on and on and on. And the other guys fighting stop to look, and everyone's looking. And then the guy realizes that people, are, everyone's looking at him, so he starts slowing down his punches, and he's looking around, but he keeps punching him, even though it's yeah. slow. <laughs> it was very, I think, it was, without question, the best scene in the movie. Yeah, uh, oh, that was, was pretty good. It was awesome. I so, so I would hate to lose that. If we cut out the fighting stuff, but I, I don't know. It uh, could have been like a small then, hiccup, you know, in the first game or something, and then move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, so then he has to prove himself to the team, and they're gone. Oh, and then when that newscaster is recapping it, Larry, and he's showing the highlights, and he goes, "Yeah." Um, what does he say? Uh, he makes some little reference at the end, like it, it, he thinks he's a player, but I think he's a a name that begins, or a word that begins with a P. <laughs> oh, different word that <laughs> starts with a P. Yeah, yeah, different word that begins with a P. 
And then he just looked yeah, at the camera. Yeah, I call him a pacifist, it. but I think it's something. Yeah, yeah that's pacifist. <laughs> but I think it's another word that begins with a P. And then that's where it ends. I would have kept the camera on him, had him staring at the camera at least a three count, and then just said, pussy. He's a pussy. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so then, well, uh, like what team, else? The team, like, sings a song about, you know, him not being a man because he won't fight. Yes. And they're just dancing around like a bunch of, bunch of Nancy boys. So it's like, this is very yes. ironic. <laughs> yes. And that's Moose. Moose is leading the way. But, yeah, they're talking this thing yeah. about the code and how you have to, you know, step up and fight. And, um, yeah. Yeesh. <laughs> I don't know. And there's also a big song. I, I think later when he fights, right? Is it when he fights? They they, they do the big toe to toe song, or is that the first one? Toe to toe. Yeah, they they sing a song. Gotta gotta toe to toe, punch punch. Oh wait, oh yeah, toe, toe, jab jab, punch punch, kidney punch. Gonna go toe to toe, jab jab. I think that was punch, when they were all punch, fighting before the game. Punch. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's probably it. They're all doing it in unison, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because Nelly Furtado was going nuts, loving it. Yeah. I'm like a bird. <laughs> so, so he eventually does fight, and he fights the goalie, like Larry said. And, man, this kid who's, you know, built like uh, a 22-year-old me, a librarian, and um, <laughs> never, you know, aware of hockey, never done anything violent in his life, he is just dealing right hands on this goal. Oh, my God. Oh. He beats the piss out of this fucking goalie. <laughs> yes. He's throwing bombs right off the top. Bang, 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 bang. And just, like, he, they, they show him hit the goalie at least, like, 12 times, right? Just bang, 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 bang. <laughs> And so, yeah, he's a feared fighter now, too, apparently. And, uh. Yeah. After, well, that's just after it. He well, fought. now he proves like he. It's not he didn't want to fight once again. Everybody thinks he doesn't want to fight just because he's a puss. No, he just doesn't want to fight. But if he has to fight, he's gonna beat the ever-loving shit out of you. So now they respect him. Because <laughs> again, five. But then he quit. Brutal to fight. They are really tough to fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he. Uh, yeah. So he gets sad and he quits hockey because he's like, I'm losing who I am. You know. I uh, quit hockey, and he gets all depressed. And there's like days in w- where he doesn't even do anything. He just sits and stares, kind of like uh, Jimmy Stewart in Vertigo after Kim Novak dies the first time. He thinks he does. <laughs> kind of like me every day. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Mike. <laughs> kind of like when uh, Mike L calls Jenkins and says, "Hey, we're doing a Superman comic book," and Jenkins stares. <laughs> um, so, uh, but oh, I think at the same time, doesn't he see Eve kiss Marco? And he that's also yeah, a press. little bit earlier he sees mm-hmm. that, but then he sees Marco, and Marco's like, oh, I you know, Eve hates me, and he's singing. Yeah. Uh, what, what song is that? What song is he keeps singing? That, that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, um, it's some eighties love song. Yeah, like yep. staple. M- Marco sometimes does a good job. when we touch. That song. <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah. yeah that's I it. think that is it. Actually. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought Marco was entertaining. I thought he did a good yeah, job. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this was terrible. It was great. Uh, this Noah Reed kid did a good job, I think. He was fine. You know? Yeah. I thought he was he good. Was very good. Yeah. Yeah. At least I didn't have any problems with it. No. 
I mean, he's serviceable as a hockey player. I mean, if you want a kid who sings, I mean, it's not going to be the best hockey player. It's just it's, it's the bargain you got to make. <laughs> yeah. So then he realizes he's become a big douche, and he sings a song about what a douche he is. And then his parents tell him, you know <laughs> oh. what, like, we fucked up. We fucked up. Well, Larry, we it's should also fault. say, not only did he see Eve kissing Marco, but then that eventually led to him and Eve having a big fight, too. And it's where one of those situations says, where all she had to do was say, you know, hey, he kissed me. I didn't yeah. do anything. But she doesn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. She just sings. Instead, she sings a song, you're, we're, you're dead and done or something. Isn't that what it's called? Dead and done to me. Yeah. You're dead it's like and three done. times like in a row. <laughs> you're dead and done. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's when Farley, super, he hits rock bottom then, you know. And, uh, so so what do the parents do? Sorry, talk to the parents. Taking right? the spike to his arm. Yeah, the parents then, like, they tell him, they sing, a, I think they sing a song about how they fucked up. Like, they, we, we protected you too much, and we should have just let you do what you wanted to do instead of being these pansy pacifists that we are. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then uh, Wayne Gretzky's dad shows up? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, yeah, right away, he's like, Walter Gretzky. He knows Walter Gretzky immediately. And then, Larry, all these other hockey yeah. – he's, like, having this sort of a dream sequence where all these hockey players are helping him. Uh, but the only actual hockey player in this whole entire film then shows up. And who yep. is it, Larry? Theo Fleury, former guest our of this very show. Yeah. Yes, our former guest on the LCS Hockey Show, Theo Fleury. Starts yep. singing. Wow. Starts yeah. singing. He's not so good. Uh, he, he actually sings professionally. Like, he does shows as a singer. Yeah. I think you're making As a country singer, specifically. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. You making that up? I'm not making that up. That <laughs> <laughs> seems odd. All right. Yeah, so just out of nowhere, Flurry's there, and he's singing about hockey. And it, basically, this whole scene's about how great hockey is and how it's an awesome thing, and you need to get back to playing hockey. And, uh, you know, hey, if Walter Gretzky's telling you to play hockey, you got to play hockey. Oh, you going to get Wayne? Was Wayne booked? <laughs> no. Wayne <laughs> Did you get Walter? Oh, so. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I know Kevin Smith's met Walter Gretzky. I don't know if he's ever met Wayne, but Walter's always around and up for a meet and greet. <laughs> uh, well, I think he. I think did he just pass away recently? I think. Oh no. Yeah. He I'll has such interesting up. stories in the post-credit scene. Oh, see, I didn't. Even I lived on a farm. Yeah, some of the post credit scenes though, at least mine, they didn't have any sound. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Well it, Yeah, mine did. It was just, hey, it was very boring. Okay. Good news, <laughs> uh Walter Gretzky is still alive. Oh great. Let's get him on eighty one years old. Eighty one years old. So that means he was you know time for him to make it big. You know my first question to Walter Gretzky if he comes on the show? What's it like being the father of arguably the third greatest hockey player of all time? <laughs> now he's third. Wow, he got dropped a third. <laughs> Bobby Orr. Who, who did you slide? Oh, you, Bobby, you're putting Bobby Orr too now? Yeah. Yeah. Because right. Orr and Lemieux are transcendent beyond errors, where Gretzky's kind of tied to his error. But that's just me. But anyway. I, I, I figured um, your first question would be, Tell me something your son could do that Mario Lemieux couldn't do. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you the struggle. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, um, 
I may have been thinking that uh, Walter's wife died. Maybe that's what, yeah, sadly she passed away. So Wayne's mom oh. passed away. Mm. But, uh, was her name but Walter? That was like a long time ago. <laughs> hey, well, that's how Maynard G. Krebs, he got Walter. His aunt's name was Walter. <laughs> but she was mm. bad at that one. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, so he's all fired up to play hockey again. He gets back with Eve, and they kiss, mm-hmm. and he's ready to go. Yep. So they go, they go back to playing hockey, and then the the final scene is just uh, they don't even show him playing actually, right? Like they just get ready to play, and he's back on the team. And mm-hmm. well, then and they go like, to find a new he, way. He hugs that dude until he doesn't oh, that's right, sure yeah, he raped him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot so of grunting they, and uncomfortable. So they get into play. Faces. They get into play the big game at the end, and there's going to be another big fight. But instead of fighting. Uh, Farley just gra- he goes all- he goes full Bailey, Larry. He lives the hug life, yep. and he just hugs yep. that kid, like he's going to hit him with a Bailey to belly, and he just holds him and hugs him until the guy like gives up and says, "Yeah, all right, I don't want to fight anymore." And he's like, "Yeah, I love you too, buddy," or whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, let's love each other." And and then they all go into the back room. And they they make sweet love, which is kind of <laughs> no. Weird. I think they do play because they show Farley scores a goal and then they carry him out on, on his shoulders. Then there's a big oh, number sorry. with both teams in the crowd, and yeah, and that's like the, that song, that's the song I played, like at, the, played at, the at the top of the show, yeah. yeah. And what is it? It's by far the catchiest of the songs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. Hockey, hockey's the best game in the land. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and like then that. the movie ends. And so I didn't even see the post-credit stuff. Uh, so Walter Gretzky's just telling stories about living on a farm. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Walter Gretzky talking to, I forget who it was, if it was the coach, I want to say it was the coach, but he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, back in my day, like, hockey sticks, you know, they used to have oh, $200 I, I that back one. in yeah. my day. Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I saw my that. My first hockey stick, I cut off a tree. I lived on yeah. a farm, you know. <laughs> and the guy's like, nice. all right, yeah, that's great. Let's go in. <laughs> he's like, I'm done with this story. It's so boring. <laughs> but there, there's stuff after that that didn't oh, really? have any sound. Yeah, but I don't oh, know I what they were saying. For that. Yeah, there, yeah, there was still shit playing after the after the credits rolled. Setting up for further. the sequel. I the hope Fury so. shows up. Yeah. Did, did they show Dick Nelly's Fury. auto? <laughs> um, yeah, you think? I don't know. I don't think she was in it. So, uh, all right, so let's, there it is, score the ho- a hockey musical. I will say it's nowhere near as bad as I expected it to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it, I think yeah, it's like too it's terrible. It's, it's professionally done. It's like very competent. Uh, there, there is some cute, there's funny stuff in here. Like, I think yeah. there's some funny stuff, like legit funny stuff. Like we mentioned him getting beat up on the ice. I also, they revealed mm-hmm. that, like Jank said, that the guy who spotted him was actually legally blind without the glasses. And there's just a little, like, there's little things they do in the movie that's kind of funny. Like, they show him, the coach, walking. He he tells the, uh, the owner tells the coach, hey, I can always get for a different coach if you don't want to coach the prodigy. And then as he's walking out of the room, he just walks into a trophy case because he doesn't have his glasses on. <laughs> and he has to, like, slide along the wall because he doesn't have his glasses. So I thought that was funny. And, like, they don't make a big point of it, but yeah. they show it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's good. Um I kind of like the part where uh, they were talking about like how that Farley made the team. Now they have to kick that one kid off, and they were basically yeah. like laying out his entire life and how terrible it was going to yeah. be because of this. 
Yeah, the goaltender. <laughs> that was he pretty was, good. He, yes, that was pretty funny, yeah. Uh, so there's some good <laughs> stuff in here. And, it, again, it's professionally done. It's very competent. I think all the performances are fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with any of them. Like, oh, my God, these people are terrible. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's it's too good to be, like, awesome bad, but it's not good enough to be legit good. You know what I mean? It's kind of <laughs> like in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Greek yeah, Tea, too, is so bad. Reasonable. It's awesome. Right? Yeah. But, like, this is just, it's too good to be awesome bad, but not good enough to be legit good. That's how I would say it. Because, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> uh, Larry, as a musical fair. expert, you love the musicals. Uh, I think Jank alluded to this, but I think none of the songs are really memorable or uh, catchy. There are or... a few memorable songs in here. I, I like the end really? song. I thought the end song was very good. And then yeah, the song he's, they sing, you know, in the locker room about, you know, part of the code with the hockey team and shit. I thought that was a good song. But there yeah. are some good songs in here. All right. I thought this, a lot of the songs they were really trying to reach because they had to fit in dialogue that was moving the plot forward. Yeah. And so it was really yeah. a stretch to try to get things that rhyme. Yeah, not that. everything's rhyming as much as, hey, we're just kind of like uh, segueing. Yeah. Now, now uh, Larry, you are the musical expert here. I am not. Um, but it seems to me there are two different kinds of songs and musicals. One where they just sing the relate dialogue and, like, it's just a scene with them singing. And then there's the song where it's more like a production number and it captures the moment of the or the feeling of what's going on in the film uh, more than actually like relating dialogue. And I think this film had a lot more just songs with dialogue and like scenes with singing than they had like production numbers of actual songs yeah. that capture the feeling. You know? But I think there was, I think I saw there was like twenty there's twenty one songs in this movie. So <laughs> you know, there's like probably four or five of them are really solid, like poppy songs and the rest are just kinda exposition or whatever you want to call it. But but as a musical fan, like um like what's your favorite music you like Les Mis, right? And Phantom of the Opera or whatever, right? Yeah, I like Phantom of the Opera. That was good. Les Mis is very good. Yeah, I've never seen any of these. So like what kind of songs do they have in there? Are they more like production um, they're more capture the moment type of things if you're going to yeah. classify them into those two things like you know the better ones yeah. have you know yeah I, yeah there's not okay. a lot of my mom loves Phantom of the Opera I had to listen to that good. soundtrack a million times when I was a kid sing <laughs> once again with me oh, <laughs> it's very good um, yeah it's not bad but yeah yeah, I, I hear what you. There's just a lot of singing in this. This kind of reminded me of Psych, the, like Psych the <laughs> hockey show. I don't know. It had the same kind of quirky feel to me as Psych would. Yeah, it had a lighthearted feel to it. They knew what they were doing was kind of silly, and they were buying into it. And it, it was uh, so it wasn't like awful or anything. I don't think they should be ashamed of what they did. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I would have just liked once to see a hockey film not based on the violence and. Uh, but you know that's just me. Oh. I think that's like a sh- shortcut that every you hockey that movie for Walter Gretzky the musical. Oh, yeah. that could be rough. <laughs> but, there you go, Wonder Boy. Um, so what would you give it, Larry? One out of ten. Um, I'll be honest with you, I kind of love it. Um, 
I give it like an eight. Like it's solid, Holy man. It is. I really kind of love this movie. <laughs> I thought everybody was kind of charming and endearing, and the movie was quirky and fun, and you know, not too serious. But you know, I don't know. They it, it just. It's just. It was just a fun watch. I. I really liked it. Holy hell! Oh, Larry loves it. Shirtless yeah. squirrely Dan. Larry's in. <laughs> oh, I'm way in. Who isn't? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And Larry, yeah. this is a scene where like Nelly Furtado like goes like it looks like she's breastfeeding off him. Like she buries her face in his chest. Oh yeah. I mean, he he kind of gives like a like whoa. All right, Nelly Furtado, yeah. getting down on there. All right, Squirrely Dan's cool with that. <laughs> she's also sticking yeah. her finger up his butt. <laughs> Paying attention <laughs> to his butt holes. <laughs> so, uh, Larry, big fan of yeah. score or hockey musical. Eight out of very ten. big fan. Very surprised oh, by this movie. Wow. I've never heard of this, and you know, when we were about like I don't know. When I was about ten minutes into it, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm like, this could be cool. And then, you know, when we were about forty-five minutes, like halfway through it, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm way into this fucking thing. I'm way into it. Jank, <laughs> Jank, wow, one out of ten. Uh, I would probably give it like a six point five. Definitely above average. Wow. Um, there were some good parts. I, I didn't hate it at all. Um, yeah, that was good for the most part. I think Letterkenny has definitely ruined uh, a lot of things for me because <laughs> I just want this to be Letterkenny. Like when they're just chirping and it's just like this PG kind of chirping at each other and you're yeah. just like, oh, God, I wish this was Letterkenny, <laughs> the musical. <laughs> Shorzy would be here. so much funnier. Uh, yeah. Need <laughs> more Shorzy. It would be cool if those guys got a hold of this and redid it. Yes. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be oh. good. That would yeah. really be good, yeah. The Squirrely Dan would yeah. just still be the same guy, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, amazing. I'm going five out of ten. Uh, like I appreciate it. It's, it's it, like Larry said, it's quirky. It's got a charm about it. It's uh, fine. I just had issues with the plot getting muddled there in the middle, mm-hmm. and uh, I would like to pick one thread. I think it would have been a lot better. And uh, yeah. again, the hockey violence gets overplayed. Um, but <coughs> you know. And Theo Fleury sings. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a point off of that. <laughs> um, so if Theo Fleury just kept his yap shut, it gets 9 out of 10 from Fleury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it is real. I don't know. I just had a good time with it. Wow. That's good. Yeah. No, I, because I, you know, first thing I realized, Larry, is when you say eight out of ten. I mean, you've never given a Gary Coleman movie eight out of ten. I mean, that seems kind of ridiculous that you give this eight out of ten. And <laughs> Didn't I get Coleman on the right track an eight out of ten? I can't remember. I don't, know. I, I I don't think so. Did. Yeah, I probably didn't. <laughs> he doesn't make good movies though. Out <laughs> there, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. If only he made a hockey movie, that would have been awesome. That, that is true. <laughs> Yeah, imagine this Gary Coleman as that kid. Oh, would that be great? Gary Coleman. Mm. This is good. They're like, you're four foot four. You can't play hockey. He's like, oh yeah. (laughs) What's this? The world don't move. All right, so do you want to know what we're watching for next week already? Because I already have it picked out. Oh, Oh, let's let's go over Larry's past picks. Uh, Basically, they all have. 
uh, what's that guy's name? I can't even think of his name now. Uh, Gina Davis <laughs> and him. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you went on a Jeff Goldblum work. run there for a while. And <laughs> yeah. then uh, you did last live streaming. We need to complete that trilogy. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you did you did Last Resort, Charles Grodin. Yeah. Is that yeah. your yeah. most recent one? I think so, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, all right, Larry. So what's up next? So I found this on Twitter, or not on Twitter, on Amazon a few weeks ago, and I was scrolling through. I never heard of this. Maybe you've heard of this, or maybe you've even seen it. I doubt it. But uh, I was like, oh, my God, this has to be my next pick. Uh, 2012. It's called Bending the Rules, and it stars mm. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. And <laughs> hold on. Oh, Edge. no. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy and Edge. Yep. Bending the Rules. PG 13. It's going to be real good. And, and just so people aren't confused. This is Wrestling Edge, not U2 Edge, right? Yeah, this is Wrestling Edge. Adam Edge Copeland, as he's credited you know, on Amazon Prime here. Is this a, oh, that would be a movie. you got the Edge and Edge. Is this a WWE Studio production? I have no idea. It's an action comedy. A district attorney is determined to take down a corrupt New Orleans cop. Oh, it's like you're not going to be New Orleans. One hour, 23 yes, minutes. Sorry to miss that Tuffy. one. I mean, you can still watch <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, edge. It's only illegal. Yeah. So Christian Bending. is nowhere to be found in this? No I don't know. Maybe he'll pop up. I'm going to go over to IMDB and see who else is in Bending the Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's That's awesome tough. in Scream. We love him yeah. in Scream, Jank. Yeah. It's true. But I tried watching Tremors 5, which he was in, and I was like, oh, I bailed after about <laughs> Tremors half hour. 5. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> Jennifer Esposito. Ooh. Hmm. I think she's pretty good looking, right? Familiar. Yeah. I know who. I think I she's on Spin City. She... Wasn't she on Spin City? Sure. <laughs> oh, Jessica Walter, isn't that from uh, Arrested Development? Isn't she the mom yeah. on the show? Yeah, in episode of Columbo. She was on one of the Columbos, the original Columbos. Alicia <laughs> Witt. Oh, that's a redhead. Good looking redhead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like her. All right. So here, well. Could we do uh, like Malibu's Most Wanted the next week to get a Jamie oh, Kennedy thing yeah. going? No. <laughs> no. Be <laughs> rad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, B rad. Oh, <laughs> fucking A. Uh, the Buckos are on well, the board, Mike Dell. What's on the board? The Buckos. They're on the board. Three two now. Oh, they're actually, nothing. they're actually playing games. This, it's opening night. <laughs> uh so they're at PNC? Uh no, they're in Saint Louis. Okay. Bush. They will be having games at PNC though, or they're like hub cities. Yes. Or... No, no, no. They'll be oh. playing at home. All right. That's weird. Yeah. 
Um, well, the, the good thing with the Pirates, you can't really tell if there's a pandemic or not. The stands are exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. And you know what the thing is, too, is like they, they, they're pumping sound in. So it's, it's even weird. louder than it usually is. Yeah, but still, like, you, honest to God, like, I couldn't, like, if that was PNC Park, I wouldn't tell the difference because the other day they had, like, an inner squad or whatever. It was a preseason, whatever they call it, spring training. But, like, you know how in Pittsburgh (laughs) that woo thing, woo, that's, like, the thing for the Pirates games. So they had that going on live, and, like, there's nobody in the stands, but you could still every once in a while hear, like, woo! And I was like, God damn, it's just like fucking watching the game. Like, nobody's there, but there's that one asshole that's like, did you hear me on the game last night? That was me wooing all night. Like, fuck off, man. <laughs> but, yeah, they're pumping sound in, and it's, I don't know, it, it does help a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe they could pump in some, like, uh, pitching. Can they do that? Yeah. Bat. <laughs> Um, all right, so I watched a you couple other things back. this week. Big Brother uh, finally oh. coming back. Oh, yeah, Big Brother's Big brother? on its way back. August what? 5th. Yep. Oh, maybe we'll, we'll get Lee on this. Big Brother. It's an August All-Star. Oh, All-Star season. Did they announce the cast? No, uh, they have not. I There's saw a lot of rumors. Pretty confirmed rumors, there. yeah. All right. Well, Not all the rumors, uh, Casey, Janelle. Uh, let me pull it up. I heard no, Enzo. Casey, Janelle. Nicole Franzel. <laughs> oh, Nostrils McGee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not Nostrils. Uh, Bailey. Bailey. Davon. Oh, I believe is back. The role model? Uh, Danielle. Bailey, your role model is going to be on Big Brother? <laughs> no, Bailey Swaggy C's lady. Oh, uh, that girl. Okay. I remember Swaggy C. And, and Larry, uh, you're missing Bailey. Bailey's doing some great work, by the way, in WWE as a heel. I'm, great I'm not I'm not seeing any of it, though. Yeah, I'm really not seeing anything. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Danielle and uh, <laughs> Sasha and Bailey were on commentary for the Alexa Nikki Cross match. That was pretty good. Did they say ding dong hello? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, so Christmas is a maybe. Oh, uh, not Christmas. Christmas. We liked her at yeah, first, but she, and then oh, and she hmm. turned out to be like a racist Trump fan or whatever. <laughs> Plus, wasn't she like banging Paul? Oh, man, oh, not Paul. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Did you say Paul, though? Please don't say Paul's part of that, because I heard Paul a couple different times. Uh, I heard Paul, too. Josh, Ian, Terry, Tyler, and hey, Cody are all are all locks. Who's Cody? Tyler? Tyler was with the uh, he's the South Carolina guy who was dating the the hot chick, also from South Carolina. <laughs> like a lifeguard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember Tyler. Wait, like curly hair. Uh, hmm. I don't know. But I did see Evil Dick, like, he posted something about, uh, he tried to, he texted uh, Enzo, and yeah. he said, Enzo always answers him within at least an hour at the most ever, and he's like, I haven't heard from him in two days, and he's like, I texted him again this morning, and I still haven't heard nothing, he's definitely got to be on there. Yeah, Enzo's a strong <laughs> maybe. I love Enzo. Yeah, I saw something that said he was an alternate. Now, now, Larry, when you say Enzo... We're talking about meow meow, right? 
Yes. Yes, we are. Meow, meow. Yeah. yeah, that guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. his great. That's his beautiful mm-hmm. name, Meow Meow. Yeah, but I also love Enzo Amore, too. I, I loved him. Under yeah, that's right. when I hear Enzo, I think it's Amore. But he was still, yeah. he was awesome, too. <laughs> um, but, but you know, zero some, time. some of these names, some of these names you're saying, though, Tuffy, the good sign of an all-star cast is when you hear the name and you think, who's that? That's what you yeah, want. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I know who most of these people are. There's someone called Amber Borzatra who finished like 12th in a season. It's like, that's not an all-star. <laughs> but Amber I think Borzatra. Hot, I think, I think that was hot. the, wasn't that the one with Ian? She is hot. Or maybe it was the year after. Yeah. See, there's always an exception. If, like, you're hot, you can get on no matter what, or you finish. So. <laughs> as long as it's not Wamber from uh, BB-8. I don't want that Amber back on. No. <laughs> I heard that dude uh, that they kicked out first last season might come back. Oh, the black David. kid. Yeah, David. It, it was only there David. for, like, 12 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I heard he, he, he kind of got hosed. Yeah, he got hosed. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, the old uh, old mafia guy or whatever, he's a maybe. Oh, not oh. that douche. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fucking wannabe fucking jabroni. What a fucking douche guy that is. Walking around in his vests and stuff. Like, I'm wearing yeah. my vest. Like, fuck your vest. Fucking goomba. I think Kaser was coming back, they said. What up, Kaser? <laughs> no, wait, this is a different Kevin. This isn't that Kevin. This is a different Kevin. Oh. Uh. Uh, different Kevin. Okay. Who's oh. a different Kevin? The other Kevin. Kevin Campbell from season eleven. Season eleven, Kevin. Oh, oh. third place. Oh, the guy that like sold out Jeff and Jordan. He's the guy that like yeah. fucking sold them out, and uh, he was the gay dude. He's like, it's very yeah. important. He, him, and Natalie teamed up at the end and got Jeff out of there, and. That's he, that was his undoing. It was Kevin mm. that little weasel bitch? Poor <laughs> <Tent? laughs> I don't remember him at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He had like dark hair and he was a little putz. But it does seem like outside of like Janelle, most of these people are pretty recent. I feel like. But once yeah. again, like, how many fucking times do I got to see Janelle? I love Janelle, but, like, we're yeah. done with Janelle. I mean, she's 50. Yeah. Even yeah. She, needs, this is, she can't be as big of a comp beast anymore, I'm guessing. No, and, like, even Janelle's like, come on, man. <laughs> this is also Nicole's third season, and she's already won. Like, do we need her back yeah. again? Who? That's ridiculous. Oh, Nostrils. Nostrils McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> We don't need her back. I like Enzo coming back. He he was a good player mm-hmm. that needs another shot. Marvin, I love Marvin. Yeah. I want to get some older we people need, back. We need Jen yeah. Jameson back. Who? We need <laughs> Jensa. Oh, God, Jensa. <laughs> Jensa back? Yeah, uh, why not? Well, Br- the best Brittany, we need uh, my girl Brittany back, of course. So, she's uh, had yeah. multiple tries. She she was on a she was And on she's multiply awesome. Every I don't time care. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have multiple didn't her, orgasms if she gets on the show didn't again. She have like some real like didn't her baby have cancer <laughs> or something? Ooh, I hope not. And oh. then her house burnt down, something like that. I think she said oh, some fuck. bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Caser is another maybe. I think that's an older person. 
What yeah, up, yeah. Kay, yeah. sir? Six. B- BB6. Yeah, he's buddies with Janelle, right? Yeah, and Howie. He's part of the Sovereign Six. Um, who else do I want back? I like that girl that was hit by a train. Remember that girl? <laughs> remember her? Now that you train? say that, I do remember <laughs> somebody yeah, saying they got hit by a train. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Who was I that? I don't remember the girl, though. What about, oh, what about that beautiful angel, Kara? Becky? That's right. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet Kara. <laughs> oh, but the girl that Becky got hit was by the one who was hit by a train. Becky, right? Is that what you said, Tuffy? Becky? Yeah. Yep, Becky. Yeah. I don't remember what she looks like. She looks like she was hit by a train in the oh, okay. cemetery. <laughs> how dare you? It's true. How, how about how about uh, the beautiful rock star? Uh, <laughs> 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 right. I want to see the girl that got hit by the train. Becky Burger. Burger. Uh, uh, she's like Hillary uh, like, hit by a train. Yeah, I mean, I could see like that liking her. <laughs> My type of lady. Yeah, she is your type of lady. He likes a good Adam's <laughs> apple. <laughs> oh, he, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying she's his type. <laughs> That's all. I don't know. You have a type, and she's definitely your type. Yeah. If they, if they could at any point be confused for Bailey Quarters on WKRP, <laughs> really much my type. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Last time I looked at Bailey Quarters, I didn't want to punch myself in the face. But <laughs> uh, so, all right. So when is this Big Brother supposed to come back, Tuffy? August five. Uh, hey, that's right around when hockey starts too. I think the same day, maybe. Oh my God! Oh my God. What a banner day for us, Larry! Hockey and Big Brother back again, and baseball. <laughs> yes, and, and twins. <laughs> and I. Keep in mind, something tells me you guys will give up pandemic, on Big Brother after two weeks, like usual. Don't let this pandemic hide the fact that baseball had a a team win the World Series when they cheated, and they did nothing to punish them. Don't let that don't let that you know obscure thing. The baseball is rigged, and no one cares. Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, whether that happened or not last year, the Pirates were still going to suck this year, so I, it, I'm just unaffected by it. But, again, my favorite note about this, and we mentioned this before on the show, but the Pirates were, like, were the only team with a winning record against those Astros that were cheating. Because guess what? They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't have signs. You can't steal our signs <laughs> if we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we are just winging it. <laughs> yeah, they are literally phoning it in. I don't know. They got a new manager and shit now, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they got a new whole new. You know, there's no more. Uh, you know, Clint Hurdle and all that regime's out. The ownerships. Well, you, you know, know what would be good, Larry, is if, this, is if this new manager comes in, brings some energy, they get some young pitching, some young hitters, they they really gel together as a team, and then three years from now, all the best players leave for the Yankees. That would be great if we see that happen. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. never happens. <laughs> Until the ownership changes, nothing's going to change. Uh-huh. Okay. So what's um, going on? I saw something about Sidney Crosby's deemed unfit to play. So what's that mean? Uh, he was nursing an injury, but he was at the skate today. He he did line rushes with everybody, so he's back. Oh, he doesn't have the COVIDs? No, it, it seemed like it was a groin injury, like he was nursing a groin uh, injury. Like he left, he left the first <laughs> scrimmage game like halfway through. Um, so 
it's usually like a groin tightness or something in one of them deals. So. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, he's back. Ain't no problem. Um, you know what I watched? I watched a couple things this week. Uh, oh, wait. One one quick question, Larry, about Big Brother. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, is this going to be a full season? Are they, no is this a truncated season? Or I think it's supposed to be like go to like October. Okay. Huh. So, right, that's so that's about a full season then. Yeah, they just started late and yeah. run late. Yeah, because it's not like there's other TV shows in production that they're going to fill the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to be every night again. Like, oh, we're going to we're going to do a half <laughs> hour every night because there's nothing else to great. watch. <laughs> Probably good. <laughs> That's how it used to be. Yeah. Not every night. So. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, Larry. So what were you watching this week? Um. Well, today I watched uh, a little show called. The Many La- Loves of Dobie Gillis. <laughs> nice. Now, yeah. which episode did you watch, Len? I watched, like, I don't know, the first four or five. Yeah. On pretty TV. good, right? It is pretty good, yeah. I, I do like it. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's it's That's enjoyable. Right. Dobie's okay. I like the... Yeah, yeah, Dobie's not like the reason you watch the show. Uh, no, he's kind of <laughs> like the Jerry on Seinfeld. Like he—he's yeah. the main guy, but he's not—he's kind of like the worst guy. But Maynard's, of course, is great. But Larry, you know who's best is his dad. His dad. Oh, yeah. his dad is awesome. His dad is so <laughs> Frank fucking. Frank Bailey. There was yeah. some fucking. I can't remember what the fucking setup was, but they were all worried about his dad's going to be sad that. Dobie was doing something, and then they cut to the dad, and he's just like, ha, 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 and he's just cracking up, and I laughed so fucking hard. It was hilarious. Yeah, he couldn't have gave a fuck yeah, it's less. A really well written, it's a really well-written show, like really quick dialogue, yeah. uh, clever. And I, I love the first episode, Larry, when uh, he he's trying to scam, you know. Um, well, Thalia Manager, though, Larry, how, how about her? Pretty good-looking lady. Yeah, right? she, she's hot. Like she, she likes money though. She's she's money greedy, but she's got a good yeah, face so though, for sure. Dobie's dad owns a grocery store, but it's a small local grocery store, so he's poor. And to, to tell your manager, she wants wealthy guys, and she has to marry. She wants wealthy him to be a doctor. And she has to marry wealthy because her family has a litany of excuses, like oh well, my brothers have you know it's up to me. I have to fix my family by marrying someone. Her father has a kidney condition. (laughs) Yeah, and she always says, and his father always told her, love doesn't butter uh, parsnips. That's just right. So don't marry for love, marry for money. So Dobie is always trying to prove himself to Thalia to try and look like he's rich or, you know, come up with money-making schemes and all this other stuff to win over Thalia. And in episode one, Larry, there's some raffle at the movie theater, and they do a a drawing um, to win a pot, and he rigs it. He knows that they always ask Maynard because he sits in the front row to pick the number. So they they yeah. come up with a scheme to cheat. Yeah. And uh, tell him what happens, Larry. Well, it turns out like uh, you know, Dobie kind of fucking he cowers out. He doesn't want to do it because they call his number. So he just pretends like he doesn't have the ticket or whatever. And then Maynard comes in. And he's like, hey, what's going on or whatever? And he's like, oh, I couldn't go through with it. And he's like, well, I got arrested. And he's like, that wasn't even me yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like Dobie thinks Maynard's down in the front row picking the winning number. But Dobie has, you know, his conscience gets the better of him. He goes, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. So he tears up his ticket. 
And then they announced the number, and Dobie thinks, oh, well, they Maynard picked the number, and here Maynard comes in the back, and that wasn't Maynard. They actually picked Dobie's number, yeah, and he would have won. But yep. his conscience got the better of him, so he, he lost. But, uh, yeah, it's, I love that show so much. And Warren Beatty. So let me you ask you Warren this. Beatty? Yeah, Warren Beatty was in, I think, episode two maybe, where Dobie is uh, – he's – yeah, uh, that what's her what's her name? Althea or whatever. She's way into uh, Warren Thalia Beatty. Manager. Yeah. Okay, Thalia. Well, she's way into Warren Beatty because he always wears nice clothes and shit. So Dobie yeah, like right. makes it. Yeah. So Dobie yeah, makes a right. deal with this, uh, you know, this department yeah. store guy in town that he's going to come in and get new clothes every day to advertise his, his store for him, and so yep. he can impress this girl. And you know, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty looks young as fuck. Yeah, it's but, one of the first uh, things he ever did. Yeah, I think that's episode two. But yeah, that, that episode's good. Um, but yeah, here's what I want to know: in, like, they're they're competing like who can dress the flashiest, and they're wearing these crazy suits, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets it gets wacky. Um, <laughs> in the in the in the theme song, it says Dobie wants a girl that's dreamy. Dobie yep. wants a gal that's creamy. What does that yep. fucking mean? What, what is a creamy girl? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, in that part, in the 1950s, <laughs> you know, I think it means like just uh, uh, complex, smooth complexion, uh, you know. Um, White? Well, he often does <laughs> say uh, he wants, a lot of times you'll hear he'll, in episodes, he says he wants girls who are pink. He mentions pink. <laughs> so, yes. He never falls in love with a black girl at all. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Right. All right. Pink and creamy and soft and, yeah, warm and, yeah. Uh, um, there's also, like, I saw, I didn't get to see all the episode where uh, Maynard G. Krebs, like, tries to enlist into the army or I guess it's the army he wants to join. And yeah. his parents, like, can't sign the papers quick enough. Yeah. You, re- you remember this episode? <laughs> and he's trying to convince them, like, listen, it's what I always wanted to do. And they're like, well, you know, do I sign here? Does your mom need to sign too? And he's like, ah. <laughs> you know, so it's pretty good. Uh, it, it's fun stuff. Um, I did but I think in that episode... I, but I'm sorry, but I think in that episode he he ends up not joining the army, right? Like something happens, like dude, he well, gets kicked well, out I don't or know something. If, well, I don't, well, he goes because uh, Dobie shows up to to see him at boot camp or whatever, and he's okay. running his own squad and he's got his shit oh, together okay. and he's all, yeah, yeah. you know, like a ten and hug. But then I went out to cut the grass and I I never that's where I stopped watching today. Well, because what happened is, and then Maynard's not on for a couple episodes. And then um, they have a guy named, uh, I think his real name is Pollard, his last name. Yeah, Frank He comes Pollard. on. And, yeah. I did who, see him again. Who everyone would recognize, like, if you saw yeah. him, you'd recognize him. But he was in Bonnie Jack, and Clyde. he played uh, the old camp guy in Sleepaway Camp 3 who's banging that incredibly hot oh. girl for some reason. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, yeah, he plays he plays the, this guy we're talking about. I think his name is no Frank idea. Pollard. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, um, but he's right. also in Bonnie and Clyde with uh, Warren Beatty. Um, oh, yeah. But he plays Maynard's yeah. cousin. And I always wondered, like, why did they do that? Like, what, Well, what happened in real life was Maynard, uh, Bob Denver actually got drafted to the Army. And they had to write really? him off the show. Oh. Yeah. But he's only gone for, like, two weeks. 
like something happened that he was able to get out of the going then. But he actually legit got drafted to the Army, so that's why they had to write that. That's weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. So, so. Um, then, they, then they actually do – they actually do join the army in season three, uh, Dobie and Maynard. And they, the, the show actually shows them in the army for like eight to 10, 12 episodes or something. They're in the army. So, yeah. Really? Is it funny or yep. is it like jump the shark at that point? Um, it's, it's pretty good. I haven't even seen all those. Like, uh, the best seasons probably season one's great. Season two, they go to college. Like they go to S Peter Pryor junior college and, or maybe that's in season four too. I, it's it's very I get confused on that continuity here because they go to the army yeah then they come back and go to college I think that would make more sense right so um, oh good stuff season right. four is probably the weakest just because like they kind of lose track of the formula so it's more just like Maynard doing wacky shit every week you know what I mean like when the side character becomes the star they just have him start doing weird shit all the time but like season one I think is the purest <laughs> yeah so whenever, like, I, I Googled this show a little bit, I noticed, like, there was a lot of pictures with, like, Dobie and, like, uh, that, uh, you know, the girl that played Batgirl, you know, Bond Craig yes. or whatever her name is. Bon, she looks like, like that. Oh, that girl's yeah. so hot. Like, does she come on and become a regular on this show? And when does that happen? Um, she's I, I like not a regular. Batgirl. She's not a regular, but she... Like, she's later. Like, is only season one, and then she comes back for a guest appearance once or twice uh but then uh yvonne craig she played she's in like maybe two or three episodes but she's a different girl each time like they just change the name know. you know and she plays a different character <laughs> but she's hot as fuck yes she was yeah yeah, yeah. uh one yeah. thing i noticed too was in the pilot episode or the first episode their teacher was dennis mitchell's dad yes that's right yeah, yeah. and, and the, the guy on, that was oh go ahead uh, well, I was going to just say the guy that owns the drugstore on Dennis the Menace is also in one of the episodes on Dobie Gillis as well. I think he's yeah. a teacher. That's a really old guy. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you know, Frank Phelan was in a lot of stuff. Um, you'd recognize him probably. I, I think, I want to say he was in It's a Wonderful Life, wasn't he? Is that the dad? The pops? Yeah, the dad. Yeah, the dad. I yeah he, I don't I don't know the dad's great though. Yeah, I got to kill that boy. I just gotta. <laughs> and then uh, uh, his wife Florida Freevis, she was uh, Mrs. Bakerman on the Bob Newhart show. Then eventually, I believe, right? I, I um, never watched Bob Newhart. And trying to think other famous people who came on through there. Uh, well, the, his, and how long did they go yeah. with the Rodan's the Thinker type of opening where he's always sitting in that park? Like, the like season statue? one, he's always in the park mimicking the statue. And then, like, later seasons, he would just be in a room with the statue. And then oh, they eventually... That statue's always around. Uh, for, like, the first couple seasons. I think by season four, they kind of get out of that. But um, mm-hmm. I always liked it, yeah. Because he's always thinking of ways, you know, to get the girls... Uh, his, his later teachers are the parents on the Patty Duke show. After this, they did the Patty Duke show. Uh, Jane Byron and uh, uh, oh, I blanking on his name, but he's very famous. Oh, uh, William Shatner. William Shatner. That's right. I'm sure William you were Shatner. New William Shatner. No, Shatner. He's very. I have no idea who that is. 
very famous in old school TV. But yeah, so I watched some Dobie Gillis today, and uh, I'm proud of you, Larry. Now, will you be watching more Dobie Gillis? I, I probably will because you know there's nothing on. Tubi has like all these seasons on there, and what yeah. they also have on there, I watched this the other day, is Blondie. Have you ever watched Blondie? Oh. Like those old – was this a series or the old movies? Remember they did movies? It, well, yeah. I think it's the same people, but this this is a series. They have one season on Tubi. I don't know what year Blondie is, but it's kind of like, you know, the Honeymooners type of thing. Um, based off the old, you know, comic strip and shit, Dagwood and Blondie, and he's always eating sandwiches. Um <laughs> you know, it's okay. I probably watched like eight or nine episodes of that the other day. I just, you know, you know when I say oh, watched yeah. it, I had it on while I was playing yeah. games. Probably, I think when I was doing the uh, lockbox, I had it on. Um, hey, when you're on Tubi, you didn't see if they had like the Phil Silver show or Sergeant Bilko, did you? Uh, no, I did not. I can look I it want, up. I love that show. I have Tubi on my tablet, so I can just open it and search. Um so, yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, it's not what I would expect. Uh, Dagwood's kind of the, the star of the show, and Blondie's not in it. Yeah. She's more of, like, the reasonable, uh, you know, straight man, and he's the goof in the comic. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It, it's good, though. The Phil Silvers. Right. I don't see it on there. What about Bilko? I just search Bilko. All right, Bilko, B-I-L-K-O, let's see. I don't see this no is Bilko part of the show either. where we uh, search for things on Tubi. Yeah, I don't see no Bilko or Phil Silvers. All right. Now, what's okay. Phil Silvers? Is that a sitcom type thing, or is that a variety? Uh, it's it's, it's the same show. show. but It's the same show, but it started out as Phil Silvers show, but then they just got oh. like, so autonomous with Sergeant Bilko that he started calling it Sergeant Bilko. Oh, I see, I so. see. I got you. Um, uh, so what else? Uh, Tuffy, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Did you watch anything this week? No, just the usual. <laughs> Wrestling, right. uh, yeah. Deadliest Catch, uh, The Challenge. Hey, Tuffy, did you watch uh, Extreme Rules, that uh, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman thing? I skipped. I wasn't paying attention to that part. Yeah, neither was I. Now, I heard people say it was good, but I really didn't pay attention, so I don't I don't know. I was hoping you watched it. I kind of lost focus by then. Yeah, because I just don't give a fuck about Braun Strowman or Bray Wyatt. Maybe sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Jake, did you watch anything? Oh, let's see. I finished up Parks and Rec finally. Um, ah, so that, was good. that was cool. Yeah, made it through That's all the seasons. Season, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, like sure was. It's like how? seven. Yeah, seven. The last one's kind of short. Uh, the first one's real short. So. Did you like? Did you like when the there. pony died? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Sebastian. Oh, Little what Sebastian, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> How, how yeah, she was pretty Adam good. Adam Scott dating Amy Poehler. Yeah, it never quite felt right. <laughs> no, I was never a fan um, of that. No, I mean it's not. 
I guess it's nice on some level, but it, it also just never made sense. Um, yeah. It didn't really make sense for either of them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the ending is weird because like they, there's a lot of time jumping and showing the future, and like every once in a while there'll be some old age makeup, but for the most part, none. <laughs> yeah, I never saw so the ending. Like, you know, fifteen uh, years in the future, and then like, oh, Amy Poehler looks exactly the same. I, I think all told, maybe I've seen like twenty episodes of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, liked it a lot. Larry, Larry, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? No, I've never seen it. Rashida Jones is on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like Rashida Jones. Aubrey Plaza. Um, what else? Yeah. Speaking of Aubrey Plaza, I watched a movie that she was in this week um, okay. called An Evening with Beverly Luflin. Oh, An Evening with <laughs> Beverly Luflin. Yeah. Yeah, how is that um, movie? Pete told me to watch it because I he it was the same director that made this movie I made him watch called The Greasy Strangler. <laughs> uh, oh, so this is this guy's like a oh, second movie. Good lord, because <laughs> that Greasy Strangler. Yeah. When I was on that kick of watching movies every week, I kept seeing that pop up on like suggestions, and it just looked so fucking creepy. I couldn't take it. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> that movie is actually hilarious in a lot of ways. Like, it's ridiculously yeah. hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know if I even like that movie, but it's just like, what am I watching? <laughs> this is so yeah. stupid. I, could, I got that vibe just from the still photos of it. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Some of the grossest nudity you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> but uh, So this was kind of this guy's second movie. And it just felt like a watered-down, not-as-weird version of the first movie, where it's, like, still trying to be kind of weird, but it's not working as well. <laughs> like, it's got bigger actors in it, which just made it, I think, feel less weird. Because the first one just had just a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> but this one had, like, Aubrey Plaza and Craig Robinson and stuff like that. But a lot of it just didn't work. Like, Craig Robinson, he's, like, supposed to be nervous about his performance, so he just grunts the whole movie. <laughs> Until he gets on stage, but he's also just grunting like Frankenstein the whole time. What the fuck is going on here? Is Aubrey Plaza creamy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so creamy. Most <laughs> likely, yes. Yeah. That's how excited she gets. Yeah. It's creamy. Yeah, so it was, it was interesting, I guess. Hmm. Anything else? Um, I think that's about it. Oh, hey, hey Larry, a lot of, uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yeah, yeah, he needs something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's wrong with Conan? Over the years, I've just soured on him. I don't know why. And it's not pizza. You've soured on everything over the years. <laughs> I know. Except Dobie Gillis. Yeah, except Dobie Gillis. I love Dobie Gillis. Um, I, Larry, you mentioned Psych earlier. I finally watched the Psych movie, the first one. Well, oh. I guess they came out with the second one on Peacock, right? Isn't it? You told me it's available on the Peacock. Yeah. I need to, I need to download the Peacock. Did you download the Peacock? I don't even think you have to download it. I think it's just on your Comcast box. If you just go to apps, I think it's already in there. You just oh. open it. Oh, all right. Tonight I'll be watching that then. You don't have to pay? Uh, but I finally... No, it's not like a... Uh, no, Peacock's thing. free. Oh. Yeah, everything... They well, got a lot yeah. of shit on there for free. 
Well, I heard some stuff's free and you pay for exclusive stuff or something. I don't know. But I haven't seen anything yet to pay for. Um, but anyway, I had never seen the original Psych movie. It came out about three years ago or so. So I, I finally watched They showed it on. Uh, it was on after Raw, I believe, this week. After Raw. This oh. Week. How was it? So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just leave it on and watch me some Psych. And it was very enjoyable because, you know, it's Psych. Uh, now, now, they had, it's not like brilliantly plotted or anything, but because uh, they had issues during the production. Uh, for those who know, it's like uh, Lassie, Lassiter, Carlton Lassiter. The plot involved him a good bit, but he had a stroke right when they started filming it. So they had to rewrite everything and like on the fly. So uh, under the circumstances, it's pretty entertaining. And uh, Valeria, the, the big Charlotte's in it. Charlotte Flair, woo, she has a role on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a big role or just a quick cameo? No, she's like a henchman for uh, one of the villains. And uh, yeah. she has one line. She only gets to say one line. She's in it a lot. She's in a lot of scenes. And there is a scene where you get to see her beat up Corbin Burnson. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. She's beating him and another guy up. Um, she looks great, and uh, I, I think her only line, if I'm remembering it correctly, it's, "It looks like my milkshake brings all the old bald guys to the yard." <laughs> and then she starts beating them up. That's, That's funny. Good. But yeah. So, so that, like that makes sense why this second one's called Lassie Comes Home because I was like, all right, I don't, I don't yeah. get it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They call nicknames Lassie. Okay. So, yeah, I guess he's doing better. Like, this is one of the first things he's filmed since the stroke, and it has to do with, I guess, the plot of this is he did have a stroke, or he's he's, he's recovering or something. So. And, uh, I have no idea. I guess, I guess Joel McHale plays his father, like, in a flashback or something. And, or, I don't know. Or he's seeing visions of his father. But him and Joel McHale are supposedly good buddies, which is weird. You love Joel McHale. No, not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> because he's somebody. Mike Dell doesn't like anyone. <laughs> I don't like anyone. Have you ever looked into James Roday or whatever his name is? Uh, no. Although now I guess, Larry, he's going by James Rodriguez, which is his real name. But he had always he shortened it to Roday when he first went to Hollywood. So. Yeah. I thought he was a white dude. Uh, the hell did I know? Yeah, oh, my foot's asleep. Ah. Yeah, that'll happen. I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I got to change positions here. All right. Oh, that's no good. All right. Are you on the launch pad? <laughs> you got to get in reverse. No, I'm not. I'm not. I was sitting Indian style for a while. Um. Anything else? Oh, oh, Larry, you know what else? I watched another episode of the R-Truth Game Show. Oh, how is it? I, I still haven't watched it. I was telling Nick about it. Yeah, today. it's good. Yeah. Episode two is with uh, Natalia and uh, Drew McIntyre. And he he just he's just cutting up and stuff. Yeah, he's just, or is there, a fun goose. Or is there an actual structural game show there? Is he just you know winging shit? Uh, and there's a structure. Off? There's oh, a okay. structure. All right. They keep. And what do they win? Uh, well, they have a chance to win a big grand prize at the end, but the prizes on each show, like, um, I think Natalia, he sent her a cupcake. She won a cupcake and he put it in an envelope and sealed it up and he's going to send her the cupcake. (laughs) And then like, 
other times Drew McIntyre, he got a the full uh, discography of like uh, R Truth's musical catalog. He's sending him. <laughs> so yeah. That's good. Um, <laughs> I think I think Alexa Bliss won like some R Truth merch. So that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Speaking of Drew McIntyre, uh, recently I saw uh, somebody was asking The Rock about Dolph Ziggler winning the belt at that yes. pay-per-view, I guess, last weekend. Yep. Did you see this? And, yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah, he said something about, yeah, it would be cool to see Dolph win. He's always been great or whatever. And then, like, you know, four comments down, you see Drew McIntyre reply with, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> yeah. <Fucking> hilar- <laughs> that is hilarious. <clears throat> Well, I don't know. You always got to worry about wrestling if it's a work. Because yeah, I don't I know if it's the seed that they're planning because next WrestleMania is supposed to be WrestleMania Hollywood, you know? And the word was that Rock would be in the main event of it. And so are they just yeah. planning the seed now for Drew versus Rock? But I don't know. Oh, I see. I thought you were going to say, like, that wasn't really Drew McIntyre that wrote that. No, 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 no. <laughs> But they, they, this you know. could just be a thing that happened, or it could actually be some sort of a plan. So. Oh, I see. But I thought it was funny. It doesn't matter what you yeah. think. I don't know. Yeah, McIntyre's great. Yeah. yeah. Do. So. Uh, um, what else? Uh, well, real quick here. Uh, we'll just do this quick. I got a top 11 here, because oh, yesterday ooh. was Edie McClurg's 75th birthday, you know that lady? <laughs> so I just did her top 11 movies real quick. Edie McClurg. Edie McClurg. Just so people understand. Explain, wow. uh, I mean, I would know who Edie McClurg is, Larry. She was uh, Herb Tarlick's wife on WKRP in Cincinnati. But how do you know Edie McClurg? Oh, she's been in a shit ton of things, as we'll go through them here. Uh, she was also the Hogan family, also Valerie, like, you know, before it became the Hogan she's family. She's done a she's lot like of TV, neighbor. yeah. Yeah, these are all movies for the most part. Uh, Number 11, she's in A River Runs Through It. I don't really remember in that movie, but she's in it, so I just put her on there. Uh, Number number 10, Dickie Roberts, former child star. Um, She plays like like their neighbor on that. I don't know. She's just kind of a bitch, and they're dicks. But that movie's not horrible. Uh, At number 9, I have – she was in one episode of Roseanne, which is very funny, uh, the episode where Roseanne gets addicted to playing bingo. She's like the bingo lady with all the (laughs) troll dolls and lighters and shit. It's weird. Uh, Number 8, The Secret of Nim. She plays – I can't remember which fucking rat she plays in that movie, but I love that. She might be that shrew. Yeah. Remember The Secret of Nim, Mike, though? I remember it was spelled N-I-M-H, right? Yes, N-I-M-H, which stood for, you know, the North American Mental Health Institute. I don't remember oh, what it stood for. but I had no idea. Yeah, yeah it stood for something. It was an acronym for something, and, you know, that's the whole plot oh, yeah. of the movie. I can't remember how the movie goes. It's not a it's not a cartoon for kids, really. You know, I used to watch it as a kid, but as you watch <laughs> it, like, later on in life, you realize, like, wow, this is really not really kid-friendly. Like, it's more <laughs> serious than just mice trying to get something to eat. Number seven, Carrie. Uh, she's one of the, like the she's one of the kids that bully Carrie. You know, throw tampons and shoot at her. Dirty oh, uh, pillow. Number, she was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem like she was always old. But yeah. yeah. Um, 
Number six, back to school. She plays Roddy Dangerfield's uh, like secretary that like goes to class and like types all his notes up and shit for him like shorthand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, she's good in there. Uh, number five, uh, she plays. Um, she plays. Uh, what the fuck is that girl's name? Um, in Natural Born Killers, uh, Juliette Lewis. She plays her mom. In yeah, that her mom. Yeah, yep. she's married to Rodney Dangerfield, and she's like, you know, she's complicit in what's going on. She knows Rodney Dangerfield's raping her and shit, and she don't really give a fuck. She's a piece yep. of shit in that movie. That's why she gets it. She's got blue hair. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, number four. Uh, she's in Mr. Mom. And I just, you know, if I can get Mr. Mom on a list, I'm going to do it. I love well, that movie. Well, we always Mr. Mom, right? She plays the checkout lady at the grocery store. About I was like, going to say tampons? grocery store scene. Yeah. yeah, are these tampons on sale? It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> are these tampons on sale? Yeah, Tampax, nine cents off. Uh, number three, Airborne. <laughs> she plays the ant in that movie. Jank, you ever see Airborne? I bet you've seen Airborne, right? <laughs> yep, I have yeah. seen Airborne. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, don't, Airborne, I don't know what that is. Airborne. Oh, it's a movie with um, Seth Green and... Uh, that explains it. It, it. I'm out. It, I'm out. It's very <laughs> rollerblady. It's very, very yep. rollerblady in Cincinnati. And very pizza-gady. 90s and radical. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, she's in that movie. It, it's an awesome movie. Jack Black is awesome in that movie. He's so fucking weird and young and weird. Um, number two, <laughs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. She has, like, you know, the, the, the key scene in that fucking movie. For sure, uh, she plays the lady at the um, at the car rental place when you know Steve Martin shows up and he wants a fucking car. I want the fucking Dodge, a fucking you know. And he goes through <laughs> that whole thing, and then she's like, "Do you have your rental agreement?" And he's like, "I fucking threw it away." And she's like, "Well, you're fucked." So she, she's great in that scene. And then of course, number one, you know the movie yep, that no, I always know her from. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know, she plays Jeffrey oh. Jones' secretary. And, uh, oh, Jeffrey Jones, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome in that She's movie. a righteous well, dude. Well, with your bad knee, Ed, you shouldn't be throwing anybody. Like, she's she just a real dumbass. <laughs> She's awesome yeah. in that movie. She's great. Go soak your head. But, uh, I'll, I'll admit, Larry, if people told me before the show, hey, what are you going to talk about tonight? I'll, I don't know, but probably not Edie McClurg. Yeah. Happy 75th, lady. <laughs> what if she's a listener? Wouldn't that be great? Edie McClurg sits at home it. every Friday night listening to LCS. She's Maybe a big fan of Tuffy. Don't mention me. <laughs> he always, always wants to know if Tuffy's water skiing or if he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, Tuffy, what's next weekend that you're not going to be around? You're going to miss the Edge movie. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to Michigan for the whole week next week, so. Oh, taking the week Damn. off? Yeah, going to catch some COVID or something, probably. You going to wear a mask? <laughs> Try to get, get the COVID. I wear a mask, but n- it, nobody else in western Michigan wears a mask, it seems like. Yeah, I hear you. People yeah. are just trash. <laughs> <laughs> At least in Springfield, the places I go, people wear masks. But, like, I saw on Facebook today, like, half the bars in town seem like they're closing because somebody there had COVID. Huh. Yeah, they're they're, you know here here's what's weird is like the governor uh, the governor ordered like you know all restaurants like shut down or whatever and then Allegheny County was like fuck that we're just opening shit I don't give a fuck. 
So I don't know. Yeah, the COVID. Um, what else? Uh, you know what else I saw this week? On Monday, uh, I got myself a front row ticket to Todd Stock. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about Todd Stock. Yeah, yeah thank God you brought that up, Jank. Yeah. So last yep. Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, Todd had his concert. The Todd, uh, what did he call it, Larry? The July Zoom Todd gig or whatever it was. Oh. Yeah. So you, we logged into the Zoom, and, uh, yeah, Jank, it was pretty, like, standing remotely. I mean, it was packed, right? The Zoom gig. <laughs> yeah. Was, I was afraid I was going to get COVID. There were so many people there. Would, <laughs> would you like to describe, the like, the audience? Like, if you had to estimate how many people were there, how, how would you <laughs> – could you do it? Oh, man. I mean, I lost count after the first, like, 24. So. Uh, is there I mean, a counter there on a Zoom to tell stacks. you how many people are watching currently? <laughs> yes. And oh, yeah. Oh, it does. You see all okay. the names and everything. There were there? there were five. There were five oh. people there, <laughs> including Todd. Um, oh. and, and, and initially, Jake. it was initially it was me and Todd. Just me and Todd. And then Jenk showed up. And I was like, what a guy. Jenk showed up. I don't see Larry. I don't see I Larry anywhere. Nope. Where the hell is Larry? Yeah. Um, so no, no Tuffy. Tuffy's nowhere to be seen. But Jenk showed up. I was up. very busy. I was God bless Jenk. So then I was like, well, yeah, what about I do, Matthew? I do what I can. What about our buddy Matthew Sikoski? I know. He, where's Matthew? And then, boom, Matthew shows up. So Matthew's there. And yeah. then about 10 minutes later, Larry... Zippy shows up. The Wonder so, Twins? Yeah, the Wonder Twins are both there in force. So it was me, Jank, and the Wonder Twins. <laughs> that was it. And we were watching uh, Todd play. Um, yep. Jank, would you like to describe like the uh, visual of Todd playing? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. There were no Doritos, unfortunately. But yeah. it, was, uh, <laughs> it was quite the visual feast for the eyes. There was a regular yeah. Pink Floyd laser show going on. <laughs> it was huh. uh, I guess the best way to say it he had this little light kind of like a light um, like a round little thing almost like a light you put on the top of a car like a cop would sort of and it would put mm-hmm. it would spin around and it would cast little light red balls of light on the ceiling yep. in circles so there's about five circles of circular balls of light all red <laughs> And the rest of the room was completely like dark. And then Todd, you just saw Todd's silhouette. You couldn't really yeah. see Todd at all. It was just Every his once silhouette. Every once in a while he'd lean close, these, but otherwise, no. Yeah, his silhouette against these spinning red balls of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy, I did, man. Did, somebody tweeted out a picture of it. <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it had to be you. Nobody else was there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks fun. Can I still? Can I watch? Can I go back and watch it, or is it one? I don't one think. time shot. I, I think you missed your chance. You missed your chance. Yeah, it's a live uh, event. He did play uh, two earthworms on top of the world uh. or whatever. He did play that. Now, Jake, did he play Tom Barrasso? Because <laughs> he did. Uh, okay. I think it was a much abridged version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, I, you know, sadly, he came on at 930 on a Monday night. That's dangerous because Oscar's going to show up at some point and Oscar did show up uh, before the end of his concert so I, so I did mute it a little bit so I could hear what Oscar was doing oh. <laughs> you know? it was very oh. near the end it, I think it might have even been the last song yeah 
so I, I, I'm afraid I because I thought I heard, heard uh, Matthew and Zippy talking about it, and I was like, oh, I didn't hear it at all, so I must have missed it when Oscar was on the TV. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jank stayed for the whole concert. Um, so look yeah. at you, Jank, what a guy, what a fan. <laughs> it was a tremendous show. <laughs> that Todd knows yes. how to put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> The visuals were spectacular. <laughs> there was a song about trousers. <laughs> I was like, yes. this is great. There's always a song about trousers. How was the I don't audio? Think he didn't bust out. The audio was okay. It wasn't that bad. Um, right? Yeah. I mean, you could hear it. Sounded pretty good. So. Uh, I will say, I don't think he, he busted out the harmonica, though, did he? Uh, no. I definitely heard hmm. those uh, the knee symbols or the, just the foot symbols. <laughs> yeah. You definitely hear those a couple of times. Oh yeah, what did he call it? Uh, what, where was it from? Oh, the foot tambourine. The foot tambourine. Yep, that's it. Okay. And he, but he was. Remember he, was he said, "Oh, I got I got a German symbol," and I was like, "Oh, how's that different than the American symbol?" <laughs> He's like, "Well, you use your okay. feet," and I was like, "Ah, okay." Yeah. <laughs> Very. Um, you busted out that one thing. I don't again, know what it is. It's like a rain stick. Where uh, you, it's just like a thing yeah. filled with, you know, like a wooden kind of pipe that you yeah. turn upside down and it makes rain noises. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. So it was a full one-man band right there. Infinite yeah, time, time, time. Oh, thank God you mentioned <laughs> it, Jack. I forgot all about it. But yeah, so. Yeah. Okay, that's just the first Todd Zoom gig. So now that everyone has heard about it, hopefully they'll show up to the second one. So. <laughs> yep. It's going to spread like wildfire now. We need does to ever do five. matinees. Uh, probably on Sundays. He does too on Sundays. Um, but we need to. Uh, well, I guess technically the attendance was four. You can't count Todd. So the, we need to beat four next time. So. <laughs> but we're shooting for Tuffy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll lower the cover charge. Let's make it happen. And Larry, I was talking to Zippy and Matt. Or I was trying to, although my audio wasn't working. Although Todd's was. Uh, but at least you could tech. You, uh, well, chat. you were talking during his concert? Well, after <laughs> he got done playing. Like, the concert was scheduled for like 40 minutes. He played like 30, I think, or 35. Yeah. And then, and then he called it and was just like, I'm going to have a discussion time now. <laughs> yeah, so then we just started. So he started talking to Matt and Zippy. And I was trying to talk, but my mic wasn't working or something. So uh, I was just chatting through the chat, uh, you know, with him. And Zippy Mm -hmm. was, uh, he wants to come back on and do another super terrific Space Monkey Ghost happy hour, Larry, Mm, on the show. That's cool. Yeah, and I was trying to book him all week. Never heard from him. Yeah, never heard from him. So here's here's what happens. Zippy gets home from work Monday after work. You know, know, now it's 930. He's watching Todd. He's, you know, you know, six drinks into five fingers of bourbon, and it sounds like a great idea to come on this show. But the next day he wakes up, and he's like, oh, shit, did I tell him I was going to do that? And then he gets yeah. an email from me, and like, oh, I'm not answering that. Yeah, I never respond. <laughs> yep, never I know that feeling. Then. I do it all the time. Booze so sucks, I, man. So I emailed Matthew, and I'm like, hey, is this still Zippy's email? This is the one I have from him, you know, from like, I haven't emailed him in several years. And I was like, is this still the one he has? And he goes, yeah, that should work. But here's another one. So he gave me another one. So I'll email him from this new address, but I'll I'll do it this weekend because uh, it was uh, yesterday. So I was like, well, he's not going to be able to come on this week's show. But I'm trying to get the book Zippy to do another super terrific Space Monkey Ghost Happy Hour 
where we just talk about weird, paranormal, weird shit. So, yeah, I like so. that. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. I like that kind of shit. Hey, the, there was a big story, though, today, Larry. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, basically the U.S. government basically confirmed UFOs. Did you see this? <laughs> it was pretty... What? Uh, yeah. I, I was guess, watching uh, four. Uh, the New York Times has an article. Now, again, New York Times is just propaganda for the state. So if they're publishing it, there's something else going on. But they published an article today. Google it up, uh, UFO department. But the Pentagon finally admitted that they're still running a UFO department. They had said they'd shut it down, but now they're still running it. And all these people that work at it, and uh, like former sen- I think Harry Reid, former senator, is coming out, and they're talking about it. And one of the, the big takeaways is well, they're, investigating, they're still investigating these reports of aerial phenomena because they're concerned if Russia or China has advanced technology because they're seeing all these uh, – you know, UFO objects, unidentified objects above military installations in particular. And then they go on to say mm. that beyond that, they have retrieved crafts that do not appear to be of this world, that they're, the materials do not seem to be of Earth, that they could not make these things. And that's mm. a pretty big quote to come out for your government <laughs> yeah. and the New York Times. Yet I don't hear, I don't know, is it you guys didn't hear anything about it today? I don't but if you Google no, it, I, mean, it, I heard about it one would, direction. Would, yeah, it seems to be like this would be a really big deal. Uh, but we're getting these little yeah. dips, drips and drips of information. You remember they had the Tic Tac UFOs about six months ago? They released that info. And apparently, under some agreement with the budget department of this, this, this department is under the Naval Office of Intelligence. And they have to uh, release information to the public every six months. So that, that could be why we're getting these little trips every six months. And, you know, the, of course, Larry, the ultimate conspiracy has always been that to get to the one world government, they're going to fake the alien invasion. You know, like that's the next thing. So mm. I don't know. They're going to be priming the pump for it. And then today, the same day this story comes out, the Space Force revealed their new logo, their new official logo, the Space Force. And you know, Larry, if there's aliens out there, we need to we need to ramp up the space force. That means more defense spending, more money for the contractors. So yeah, keep an eye on all this. But, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty big news. You think they're gonna go monkey. full Watchmen and like drop a giant squid on New York or something like that? <laughs> yes. Be like, look, aliens. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or like, or no, they'll get like a giant stuffed owl, and they'll just uh, I don't know, a big puppet of owl. Like we need yeah. to fight off. That'd be great. <laughs> That's the kind That's of alien invasion I want. Yeah, space monkeys are here, and the government's talking about it. So what does that tell you? I don't know. Shenanigans mm-hmm. afoot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this conspiracy. At least there's no child touching it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old-fashioned alien. Although, Not yet. Do you, you want to hear another story <laughs> about the the childs? Though? The childs. No, 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 I don't. If it's about Julia Child, up, okay. No. Google up uh, Operation Deliria. Uh, it's the Italian for delirium. Um, but, yeah, there's a pretty disgusting story about that this week. you want to read about that? I don't. Right. I'm all filled <laughs> up on child rapes. Now, Mike Dell, is there anything the, to this uh, Wayfair conspiracy that I've heard about? I, I didn't – I haven't – Dug into it too deep. Uh, for those who never heard of this, uh, I never heard of Wayfair at all. Uh, oh, because they email me all the time. I, I almost bought yeah. something. 
I never heard of him. Like t- Tuffy, can you explain what wafer is for the people? Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yep. I don't know what it is either. I just heard about it from someone else who uh, this PizzaGate stuff is apparently among the kids now, and uh, I heard about it from a coworker. And it's it was like, like what an the hell? Com. It's like an online just yeah. fucking yeah. retailer. And you can buy like furniture and stuff like that there, and usually they have good prices. Well, people started noticing that uh, they were selling these cabinets, just normal like two door swinging cabinets, for like twelve thousand, thirteen thousand dollars. And there's nothing to indicate why these cabinets would be so expensive. And just oddly enough, these same cabinets also had names of uh, like you know girls and uh, boys' names, mostly girl wow. names. I was like, well, that's weird. Why would they be selling cabinets with girl names for $13,000? And then people were like, huh, what if this is tied into child trafficking? So then they started looking into these names of uh, the, the cabinets. And some of these names of cabinets, they had the first names were matching of missing children as well. And they're like, huh, well, that's weird. <laughs> so uh, it became kind of Uh-oh. a big deal. And then Wayfair had to come out and make a public statement. And they said, hey, 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 calm down. Those cabinets are industrial strength, those cabinets, okay? That's why they're $13,000. Nothing fishy here at all, so don't worry about it. So they put out a press release and everyone, they took down the cabinets. Um, they're not selling them anymore. They said, we'll put them back up with a more uh, detailed description of why they're so expensive. And maybe next time they'll just have normal cabinet name and not, like, names of children. But uh, yeah. you know. have you ever seen a cabinet marketed as, like, uh, Alyssa? Or something like that. <laughs> no. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's usually like DX132 or whatever, or DX144. Um, so they responded right away and said that. And then people started looking more and more, and they're finding other items on Amazon and Etsy and on Wayfair. And it's not just like normal household items, like a photo. Well, one of them was a kid's photo album for like $6,000. Huh, I wonder what that is. If that's really a kid's they photo album for $6,000. Yeah, probably kids getting fucked or naked kids. Maybe that's why it's $6,000. So, yeah, they, right away, and, and the same people try to, you know, Snopes is right on it. Oh, this is false and all that shit. But here's here's what I know. You tell me where another place where a website selling $12,000 cabinets with children's names, and that, something's weird. Something weird is going on. You can, Let me you ask can you dismiss this. it all you want. But, yeah. If 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 Wayfair is selling a kid for thirteen grand, is that a, is that a good deal? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, guess <laughs> I would say it sounds. Like I don't know the market. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's my fault. That's my fault. I accidentally bumped the soundboard. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> and apparently, Jank, is that one of your your songs from your game, Midnight Oil? Or it was foul. P- yeah, Jank, eighties number twenty. That's what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Going I thought the man was trying to silence Mike Dell for a second there. Yeah, yeah I did wait, too. Yeah, I like, Holy shit! I make broadcast. a kid joke, and all of a sudden we're getting fucking. Man, that was. <laughs> Mike Dell's bed will be burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's well, the what the Wayfair thing is. But yeah, the way. But that Operation Deliria thing I was saying, uh, it's a black. Apparently on the black inner, the black web, you know, the dark web, um, you can pay money to watch children being tortured or fucked or killed. 
and oh, uh, Italy, Italy is trying to shut it down, but they can't shut down the site. They can't find the site to shut it down. So they're focusing on the people that use the site they can get, and they arrested two uh, people this week for doing it. But just wrap your mind around that, uh, that somewhere right now in this world, there are people who, are, who have set up little cameras, you know, Internet cameras, and a, and a studio somewhere to rape and torture children for money. And that is happening right now in this world, somewhere. What? What is yeah. happening? I hear you. Oh, fucking, God. That's why everybody sucks. <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Wayfair is involved in human trafficking, but that's suspicious as fuck. <laughs> you know, when you have, I'm sorry, but it just is. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I don't know if that was this week or last week. And again, they're finding stuff on Etsy and Amazon too, Amazon Marketplace for people. So it seems like yes, this is what's going on. This is just happening. Um, I, don't know. Huh. I can't get Clorox wipes, but I can get a kid. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm going to be. I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow, Larry. So I could look for Clorox oh, wipes yeah? for you. Uh no, I. I should be going myself. Then you'd have to meet up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a long drive. Giant Eagle, where I go, they (laughs) still don't have Lysol ever. They still don't have a Lysol. That's still always gone. Yeah. Oh, really? We're we're pretty good on toilet paper, though. The the Greensburg Giant Eagle has a lot of toilet paper now, so that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Toilet paper is abundant. And hand sanitizer is back again. And we got hand sanitizer. I would never Hope. use that. Fully stock. About it. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Tuffy, any, any anything new? Any porn sites you visited that are worth <laughs> noting? Rub it in no. Same old. Nothing new Same. and exciting. Right, regular old Same shit. Old porn. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. I can't find nothing new either. <laughs> All right. Apparently uh, it was in the Amazon Marketplace. Yeah, maybe I'll check that out. <laughs> yes, Go on there. there. <laughs> so, yeah, once again, uh, watch Score a Hockey Musical. It's fun. I am amazed that Larry loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was fun. I had a good time with it. I like that girl. It's not She's terrible. Like, you can do worse. Yeah, you, we've, we've done worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, I thought of another sure. movie Larry picked. Uh, what was that one, Larry? A fluffer or fluffer nutter or the goop or the goof or what was that? Oh, the stuff. Oh, the stuff. <laughs> the stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was all right. The fluffer. Yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> that movie's fine. Yeah. Stuff. It's stupid enough. Fluffer and Larry, now that you've watched Dobie Gillis, will you start watching Taxi? No, I can't stand Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But he's really good on that show. Yeah, really yeah. Good. he's great on It's Always Sunny too. What's wrong with Danny DeVito? I don't know. He just gets on my nerves. Like I, I, I sour the greatest penguin we've ever I had. Hear, I didn't hear anything like specific. I heard rumor that he might be into stuff, but nothing Aww. ever. But it was enough to like. But I never heard anything proof. So it's just nonsense. No proof. But he has buddies with George uh, Clooney, and he's a fuck up. But um, so that always soured me on uh, Danny DeVito. So I didn't watch Taxi for a long time. 
But then I saw an interview with Mary Lou Henner, and she said she loves Danny DeVito. So if he's good enough for Mary Lou Henner, he's good enough for me, I guess. But somebody loved Hitler, too, you know? <laughs> but not Mary Lou Henner. If Mary Lou Henner well, loved Hitler, all right, I'll give you a chance. No, not Mary Lou Henner. Is Mary Lou Henner the one with, like, the super memory stuff? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so she would remember if Danny DeVito did anything creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but, Larry, how about this, though, Larry? I never realized this. But, uh, you know, Mary Lou Henner, we, we're both big fans of Mary Lou Henner, right, Larry? I mean, she is oh, yeah. tremendous. Smoking hot. Yeah. Especially, you know, Taxi Mary Lou Henner. She was 25 when she started on that show. And, like, the, in season one, uh, she was dating uh, Tony Danza in real life. Her and Tony Aww. Danza were a couple on the show. But then they, they broke up eventually. So then later, Larry, she was dating Judd Hirsch. Oh, God. It, <laughs> Judd Hirsch was 42 when he started on, oh. so he's 17 years older than her, and he was he was banging prime Mary Lou Henner. How about Yikes. that? That's weird. How about that? That tells like that makes me feel bad for Mary Lou Henner. <laughs> like her mind is like Judd a steel trap, but her fucking pussy is like an open door. <laughs> but Judd Hirsch is great. Uh, and, and they asked her. She said, well, yeah, people always say, isn't it weird that you're dating two of your cast mates? And she's like, well, you know, I'm like the only woman on a cast surrounded by 75 dudes, and we were together for five years. Like, they're the people I was around all the time. It's just, you know, it just happened. So, yeah. Do you think she blew Andy Kaufman or Christopher <laughs> no. Lloyd? No, no, no. Well, God, John 17 years older. Who prime Mary Getting it done. Because let's be honest, like, I understand Judd Hirsch was, like, popular and shit back in the 70s, but, like, he, that guy was never a good-looking dude. I don't care when he was 16 <laughs> or 60. He was That's never fair. a good-looking guy. And Mary Lou Henner is a bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, like, well I get Tony Danza to an extent. Oh, Tony Danza back then, he was all ripped and shredded. He, he was a boxer. He had no... Uh... He actually had no acting experience for Taxi. He, he, that was his first gig as an actor. He was a boxer. But, he, but he's probably not, you know, he's not a member of Mensa, though. But I get why she uh. would go out with him. Like, he's <laughs> fun to be around and stuff, but Judd Hirsch. He already had a kid at that time. In fact, his oh. kid was on two episodes of Taxi, um, I guess. But it, <laughs> he, he worked there, too. His kid. Did Mary Lou Henner bang him, too? No, no, no. <laughs> But but his kid was a really good actor for a little kid, but Tony Danza said he didn't want him to be an actor because, you know, it's a, it's a shitty world for kids. And actually, he knew. He protected him from getting pizza-gated. <laughs> he wouldn't let him be an actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, what was I going to say about uh, the tax? Oh, well, Larry, there's an episode of Dobie Gillis about this very thing. Uh, have you met Zelda Gilroy yet? I don't know if she's in the first few episodes. Uh, Zelda, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. She's like kind of like the... Uh... Kid sister, dumpy looking girl. He has like as a lab partner in chemistry or whatever. Yes, yes, that exact episode uh, where she says that she, yeah, Zelda's a plain, homely girl, but she's very smart, and she's in love with Dobie, and she always wants yeah. to get Dobie while Dobie's focused on Thalia. Um, so she tells him that you know when he, she's his lab partner, she's like, we're going to get together because we're in proximity to each other so much. That's really what decides if you fall in love is if you're just around people enough. And so that's what's basically the, Mary Lou Henner. What's the word she keeps using over and over? Yeah, I know. It's like pro, propensity it's like pro, or. No, no. It's like pro, 
I don't know. It's a weird yeah, word. Yeah, I can't remember, but she uses it at least 30, 40 times, and then he starts yeah. using it. I don't know. It's funny, though. There's the Q involved. It begins with a P. Truck. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, um, so, yeah, so that's, that, that's what happened to Jed Hirsch. And that's why, you know, Oscar and I have, haven't hooked up yet, just because we're never around each other, you know? But if I was like, yeah, <laughs> Oscar, it would happen. Dude, listen, <laughs> of course. Oscar could live next door to you. You would never see her. What difference does it make? Yeah, yeah this is maybe sad. she lives uh, in Pittsburgh now. You would have no idea. Carmela lives in Pittsburgh now, so why aren't you out meeting up with Carmela? Well, well, I don't want to risk the wrath Corey Graves. Graves. Yeah. Corey Graves. Corey Graves on. <laughs> oh come on, he's not he's not beating up Corey Graves. I could take Corey Graves. Just do what uh, Farley did and hug him. Yes. Yeah, yeah you him. could sing. Yeah, just sing to him. <laughs> but, uh, uh, what was I going to say about? Uh, oh, my next door neighbor. I just found out my neighbor right here to the left of me. Uh, the fella died. I had no idea. Like three years ago. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> Three years ago. That's what I'm saying. Oscar could have moved in and moved back out. You I know. know. Like, what difference does it make? I would have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'll never be near her because you don't ever go outside. But unless maybe, like, when I'm picking out the garbage once a week, I notice some spots of green mist on the ground. Then I, that, oh, oh, maybe Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follow the trail. Are you going to buy the house yeah. next door? <laughs> no. Well, he's married. Like, like his wife still lives there. You know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a matter of time. It's kind of weird. Like, like people just die next to you. You don't even like Larry. Do you know your neighbors? Like, I have. I don't know any of my neighbors. No, not not too much. No. Sad, um, right? Like. Yeah, like the neighbors next door, like they left a bottle of wine on our porch a couple of weeks ago because um, uh, they were getting a new fence put in. I guess the guys are going to be in my yard putting it in and shit. Oh. So they're like, hope, hope it's not an inconvenience. Uh, here's a bottle of wine. Aaron and Catherine. And that was the first time I'd ever seen their names, and they've lived there about four years. <laughs> That's really nice. I mean – yeah, but I mean, like what I'm saying is, like in between our houses, my house and their house is literally at the closest point, uh, ten feet apart from each other. Four <laughs> years to live there, I, I never knew their names. They still don't know our names. I've never told them my name or Nick's name. <laughs> no idea. They might go through your mail. Know your name that yeah, way. They, yeah, they might. They might. Who knows? They might be creepy like that. I don't know. But they're young. They're like, younger. When a minus. And I were together, like, we were, she was buddies with our one neighbor to the side of our house, so we kind of knew them, but otherwise, but when I was a little kid, um, we had block parties and everything, everybody on the street knew everybody, we hung out, it was a thing, you know? Yeah. But. I don't talk to anybody. Not anymore. Block parties, that was a thing, that was an actual thing, block parties. Yeah. I hear you. I never partook in one of those. But like Tuffy, you're in an apartment. Do you know, well, oh, you know that one lady across the the hall from you who got locked out and she <laughs> came yeah. in your house. Yeah. How's she doing? Yeah, that's it. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Still alive, you know. Oh, that's good. Fine. All right. Well, that's good. But you don't know any other people around you. Uh. 
well, they're across and down because it's like four apartments kind of have all the same two downstairs, two upstairs. So the people who are upstairs across, like I know their name. Uh, I say it or see them often enough that I'm never sure if it's actually their name when I see them. It's like James, I think maybe <laughs> yeah. Is that right. But and uh, yeah. It, well, if I've learned anything from TV, Tuffy. You can just walk right in their house, their apartment, anytime you want. Like, just barge in and, like, yeah. they love it. Just You're pull just the next door neighbor. Yeah. Let me ask you this, yeah. At any point, uh, when you're masturbating, do you have to worry that somebody <laughs> in another apartment can see you, like, depending on where you're at in your apartment? Is that a possibility? How is that possible? Do you have windows in other apartments? No. Okay. Well, there's All apartments right. you could see in the parking lot, or you could see, you know... I didn't know Not if there was like an nowhere apartment across the from yours that maybe had a window, and like if they were looking out their window, they could see in your bedroom or something. Not like right next door, but you know, I'm not uh, saying it's impossible. But um, what if, what if I, I had binoculars? I mean, they. What if yeah. they had binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say. Uh, I mean, not all the time, but you know, sometimes. Now, do you ever like go on your balcony and just pull it out? Yeah, all the time. Smoking. All right, sweet. And, and if Larry, I mean, they had binoculars, would they see rubber sheets? Oh yeah. Uh, not all the time, you know. Special occasions. <laughs> like, what kind of a complex are you in, Tuffy? Like, uh, is it just one apartment building, or is it like, uh, explain it? Is it a, co- like a no, compound? No, there's like a there's like a parking lot in the middle and then there's kind of a U shape of buildings around that. Each building has uh, eight total apartments and like okay. two sets of, you know, four apartments that have kind of a central outdoor stairwell right. that leads to the two upstairs and then outdoor entrances for the two downstairs. Is this a gated right. community type of thing? Do you have to have like a key to get into the parking lot? No. You just no, pull right up. Right. Huh. Jank, right. what about your situation? similar uh yeah pretty similar um i'm in like a huge complex and it's like connected to another huge complex (laughs) is there any hot trim walking around (laughs) not that i've seen i couldn't tell you is e mcclurg names yeah what about e mcclurg yeah (laughs) not that i've seen Mm. (laughs) or heard sweet sweet lyrical voice Remember when our buddy Miles Watson said his apartment complex, like in L.A., and then the number, it's like bigger than Greensburg. Like, there's more people in just his apartment complex. Than yeah. yeah. Jesus. Like, Not now. Greensburg's yeah, a fucking like... hellhole of people. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't see the house. I really want to know. It's crazy. Hey, hey Larry, go... you get... Oh, good. go ahead. No? Good. <laughs> I, I was just going to ask if you got your license picture taken yet. No, remember I told you like they sent it. They sent me the card. It already had my photo on it. Oh, you already had your what? What? They just they they used the photo I had on my last card and then just sent me a new driver's license with the photo already on expires in four years. And I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't have to. I didn't have to go get my picture taken. Yeah. Oh, see, I thought you had to go get. I, I still have. To I go. thought so too. I, you know, I'm way. I'm months way overdue. But here's the other thing that's going on for me is uh, my car needs an oil change. It's way past due for an oil change. <laughs> yeah, so I don't sure want to drive it too much. Yeah. 
Oh come on! Yeah. Like the little maintenance, <laughs> the little maintenance thing is popping up on the thing, saying it's time on um, past maintenance. You know, that means nothing. But all right, my car has to get inspected. Uh, huh. October is the inspection month, but you can always go the month ahead, right? December. I can yeah, you can go. You can go a couple months ahead. I'm trying to. So I only want to go like and get it inspected, and the oil change all at once. I don't want to have to go back out there twice. You know, so I'm just trying right. to like stall until September. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, oil that four or five miles a week you're no, putting no. on it, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tuffy, no, I've gotten oil changes before. I usually get one a year. <laughs> one oil change a year. But you've Even only put, that, like, how have... many miles have you put on there? Like 200 or That's so? That's what I'm saying. I have 4,000 miles. You're fine. Like 40, 42. Yeah, my old cars, I would never even work, think about an oil change unless I had 3,000 miles. And then I'd start thinking about it, you know? Yeah. So, and they say new cars, you don't even have to start thinking about it till 5,000 miles. Yeah, and like the little maintenance thing, that, that's just rigged on a timer, right? Like they that's just, just say how many months. Yes. Yeah, to like let you know it's been a, so many months or whatever. Oh, you better get And then people like you like, oh, I'm worried. I better get there. Nick would go. <laughs> I'd be like, Nick, that's all bullshit. Like, well, it's yeah, it? Yeah, I'm not going. But, uh, so I'm trying mm-hmm. to make it so I'll get change. You know, hopefully, but yeah, I, I just wanted to do the two birds phone, you know, and then maybe that yeah. same day I'll finally get my license. I've had an open recall on my car for like six months, and I haven't gone to get that looked at. <laughs> I've had a for recall like the, for several years. I don't even know what it is. Something with the seat yeah, it's for like the passenger side airbag. It's like nobody's ever going to use or need that, so it's not yeah. really a problem. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'll sit over there. Uh, Tuffy, maybe it was about weren't you having issues with the, your glass, your door windows or something always breaking? Yeah. Uh, the back window broke once, and then I've had to replace the windshield once, yeah. maybe twice. I've had a lot drive? of flat tires. Subaru Forester. Oh, why do you have well flat tires? That could be your terrible parking lot. Or a jilted no, lover. No, it was like. <laughs> Those happened all kinds of different places. Yeah, could be that. I had battery issues. I've had two batteries die in this car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's How, weird. And, uh, have you seen your mileage lately, Tuffy? Because you got your car right around the same time I got mine, right? Maybe yeah, it's in later. the ballpark at 65000 I think. <laughs> and what was it at when you bought it? Zero. Oh, yeah, it was brand, brand new? new. Yeah. And how old? How, mm-hmm. how many years is that now? Three? Uh, almost uh, four years. Five. Uh, see, that ain't bad. That's not bad. Almost well, I've had four. My car, is it really? I was thinking I had mine almost five already. No, I thought you got yours after mine. No, I think Mike Dell got his first. Yeah. I thought. Or he got his first. Yeah, that could be. I think. I, I yeah, because mine's a 2016. But so I yeah, guess okay. Only... Yeah. But then once again, like to me, both of you, you guys just got your both got your cars like six months ago. Yeah, I know. I have no yeah. concept of time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> oh, oh, but that reminded me of no concept of time. Technically, there was another viewer at Todd's concert. Matthew had his son there, Xander. Xander. Old T. That's what I mean. Like, I, I thought he was still, like, you know, a couple weeks old, but apparently he's, like, three. <laughs> Good God. So... Yeah, Xander was watching Todd's concert. I could hear Matthew talking to him. Like, Look, it's my buddy Todd. He's having a concert. And and he said Xander wanted to watch it. He let Xander watch do you it. Think, yeah. Do you think that three-year-old's bigger than Matthew yet? <laughs> I don't He's know small, what that is. He's small, that's what I'm saying. He's very small. 
because I also invited Matthew on the show. I said, Matt, you can, you know, you come on anytime you want. And of course, you know, no acknowledgement of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They have moved on. Well, maybe not Zippy, uh, but Matthew and Jim yeah. Ivino is definitely. I'm going to book Zippy. We'll get Zippy on here next week, and we'll get down to the bottom of this UFO stuff. We'll really go into the Zippy. <laughs> All right, yeah. fine. And we're watching Bending the Rules, starring Jamie Kennedy and Edge. <laughs> so if you want to play along it, next week, is it a musical, Larry? I hope to God it is. <laughs> I want to see Edge thing. <laughs> I bet he could sing. I bet he's good. Larry loves Probably Edge. better than Jamie. Kennedy. I love Edge. I'm not really a big Edge fan. I mean, he's fine, but I just I don't care. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, I enjoy him. I like. I, like I guess we game. missed his big era, the rated R superstar he, when he was at his best. So. Yeah, I remember when Edge and Christian and the latter matches and that kind of shit. Hardy yeah. Boys and He's going to have his, his live sex celebration with Lita. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something. Who'd you rather bang, Lita or... Lita. Best Phoenix. <laughs> Lita. I'm a big Lita fan, so I'll get Lita pretty much every day. She was on uh, Corey Graves' podcast this week, talking to Corey Graves. And... She started out in wrestling when she was, like, you know, just a teenager. She just went down to Mexico to become a wrestler. No planning, no nothing. She just showed up in Mexico and said, where's the Lucha Libre? And then she went, and that's how she started. That's, All right. Pro- that's probably not recommended, young women yeah, in Mexico to learn how to wrestle. I wouldn't probably think, not no. Good idea. <laughs> that's what she did. It worked. So, yeah. anyway. She banged Matt Hardy. Yeah, and, and Edge, Edge. And CM Punk. Ah, oh. Eskimo Brothers. Three of them. Well, Beth Phoenix <laughs> was with CM Punk, Larry. Ah, oh. you didn't know that? I don't what? know. I'm sure you brought that up before, but I tried to. Yeah, Beth walk Phoenix it. and CM Punk were a couple for a oh. pretty long time. Who else did he bang? Jesus Christ, what a douche! Yeah, he got it done. That's CM Punk. <laughs> Straight hey, edge my yeah. ass. Like, oh, I don't take yeah. drugs, but I fuck every girl that fucking works here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is he coming back Lita, to wrestle? I heard he, I heard rumblings that he might be. Well, he's got nothing else going for him. He might as well come back. Yeah. Ugh. Terrible. So, I don't know. All right, we don't. All right. I hope so. All right, so next week, Zippy, and bending the rules. Uh, go to one nine books. Todd's book. Uh, did you get anything yet this week, Mike Dell? Did you get anything? New? Uh, his new book is not has not been sent to me yet, so I'll keep right. you posted. Then. Okay, but you don't even have it to edit right now. Correct. I have no right. manuscript yet, so we're still a couple weeks away on that, and still also a couple weeks away, Big Brother. So keep looking out for that if you're interested in that. Yeah. And, and again, just happening. to clarify, just to clarify, I do not edit Todd's work. I just format oh. the publication. I don't. I don't want people to think that I am hindering his creative genius in any way. So but, if you see a on the page, so no, if there's a typo or something, it. typo goes in. Well, is it really a typo, Larry, or is it Todd experimenting with language? So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. You got to you know, yeah, just let it be. I do not want to hinder his creative genius. So what he sends me gets published. Period. Boom. Done. Yeah. All right. Well, just check, you know, check for it in the next couple of weeks. There'll be a new Todd teacher book. Um, what else? At LCS Hockey one nine two one. If you want to follow Mike Dell on Twitter, uh, Jank. We got original Janksters this weekend. Uh, hopefully. I'm hoping we'll be doing something Monday. Okay, so maybe Monday or something. And then uh, <laughs> Mackie's Clubhouse, you still doing there. that? You still doing Mackie's yeah. Clubhouse? Yeah, Mackie's Clubhouse every Wednesday. A lot there of fun. You. That's still going and on. And then there. next Thursday, Jank and I are recording a Superman show. It's going to be a busy Good week. Lord. Jake, you're like Kevin Smith and <laughs> shit, man. You're like, I know. You're just, call, you're just on every podcast now. <laughs> I've overbooked myself. That's four podcasts next week. <laughs> oh, but, but get a load of this. Get a load of this, Larry. Uh, we have to adjust the time because Jenks, uh, you know, he's an A-lister. We have to change the time we record. <laughs> oh, we have to bump work. it up. Hour. Yeah. Whoop. Why is that? Why do we have to move the time, Jenks? Are y'all getting it done that night? <laughs> no, I forgot that one of my friends wanted to do some like online. Uh, like pub quiz type thing where it's like name that tune. Oh, oh I want to so play. We're one. doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long as it's something Get important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't you <laughs> Sorry want me, baby? Well, believe me, a pub a pub quiz is way more important than fucking Superman. Good lord. <laughs> oh, who's fucking Superman? He's the worst. Like he's Harry the White. worst, right? Like who's like I even like Batman more than Superman. Superman's the worst. Just the worst. <laughs> I like elements of Superman's story. <laughs> Some of it's good. When they end. That's about it. <laughs> I like I like uh that girl he played Lois on Lois and Clark. What was her name? Oh yeah. Terry Hatcher. Yeah, Terry Hatcher. Yeah. Yeah. They're real and they're I watched every episode of that show when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. I yeah. I they also had another good looking lady on there, like seasons one or two. Like she was like the gossip columnist or something at the paper. Like yeah, Cat. Always... Uh, yeah. Cat Grant, I think. Something like that, yeah. Uh, How much Dean Kane shows did you watch, Mike Dell? You seem like you know a lot about Dean Kane. <laughs> I I watched the shit out of that Dean Kane show. Yeah. I never watched Yeah. Terry Hatcher. That was good. I used to love that show. Oh. I watched all that. I watched all of Smallville. Never watched Smallville. I've read very few uh, Superman comics, but I've seen all of the Superman TV shows. Although that one girl at Smallville was tied into human trafficking. So there you go. It all comes together. Oh, yeah. Everything comes together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. It's a small, terrible, terrible (laughs) world. Tuffy, where where can people get a hold of you if they want to they want to get a hold of Tuffy? Uh, just bring some binoculars out to the parking lot and you'll see something. Oh, sweet! Look, look, look for look for Tuffy's ads and items on Wayfair. They're usually yeah. high price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just search right. rubber sheets. Rubber sheets. Fifteen thousand dollar rubber sheets. That's great. Well, look for that. All right. Till then, next week. Pass the gin, Governor. 
Justin Barnes. I'm good. Whoa. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. My name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stunt, and you can't beat that. And this right here, this is Big Cat, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't beat that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room, how you doing? I am Smack Talker Skywalker, and I got a mic saber for a hater. We didn't come here to play no games. Steven, I see the way you're staring at us. Well, let me tell you something. You want to play games? I'll connect for that dome piece. I got the gift of gab and the gift of jab, and I'll put that lazy eye right back to work. Thank you very much.